What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Two years ago in 2012, a crack duo, one martial arts expert and surprisingly good mimic, the other a weapons specialist and professionally bearded, were sent to separate recording stations thousands of miles apart to do an 80s and 90s action commentary podcast for a crime they happily committed. Something James Spader told them about that involved an industrial drum of coconut butter hand lotion and a common household whisk. These men promptly created a passion-filled wave of action adoration that swept throughout the internet underground. Today, still wanted by Steven Seagal for making one too many jokes about his expanding gut and knitted hair, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you love action, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you should be listening to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentaries. This podcast, people, explodes. Hello, and welcome to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentary Podcast. I am Dr. Action. Quite right, quite right. We should all sit on Oliver. And I am the Kick-Ass Kid. How are you doing, sir? I'm very well. How are you over there in snowy New York City? Uh, It's not actually snowing here. Um, I had some friends who, because of the uh, mammoth uh, payload that dumped on Buffalo earlier uh, this week has said, oh, are you all right? Is the weather affecting you in New York City? To give you an example, worrying about me in New York City to do with the snow in Buffalo would be akin to worrying about someone in Brighton because there was snow in the Lake District. It's sort of eight hours away. It's like a huge, it's like the other end of the country. It's, it's, oh, because they're reporting here that it's in New York. Well, it's in New York State, but it's not in New York City. Oh, okay. That we did say that we said it's probably not because uh, obviously New York's huge, isn't it? Yeah, New York State is the size of Great Britain. <laughs> just the state, just the one state. It's not even the biggest state. It's just the one state, and it's the size of. Is Texas the biggest state? Texas is the biggest state. Yeah, Texas is the size of like four European countries. I think you can fit France in Texas like three times or something. <laughs> And France how's is like, about that? Yeah, how's about I did that? not know that. <laughs> I was not aware of that situation. I think we should feel even more superior at this point due to our largeness and our girth. Like a stallion, son. Yeah, like uh, those French people. Just because we're bigger doesn't make us brainier. Oh, no. If anything, makes us a little dumber. Uh, <laughs> Makes us a little dumber and complacent. We like to eat our own poop. Uh, <laughs> to all our fans in Texas, good evening. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, and we, uh, we, we will take any donations for our incredibly authentic accents, as you That's see. That's right. <laughs> we will. We do really good Texas accents. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, yes, uh, this week, very, very exciting. I mean, my week in action was that I got to see a preview screening uh, for Kingsman, 
the Secret Service, which is a fucking horrible, clunky fucking title that if the distribution company did anything right, it would change. But anyway, Kingsman, The Secret Service, which is the latest movie uh, by Matthew Vaughan and Jane Goodman and Mark Millar, the team behind Kick-Ass. And I got to have breakfast with uh, none other than Matthew Vaughan. And how was he? He was a lovely chap, very lovely, very down-to-earth, very British. Uh, you know, you can tell by the movies, you know, like the the uh, kick-ass joke of, yeah, we project a signal into the sky of a giant cock. You that's can tell that... That's my favourite bit. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> that's my... <laughs> I love the way you're like, that's my favourite bit. <laughs> um, you're going to look... There's a, there's a, a equal... I, I can't... I am forbidden to talk about Kingsman, the actual movie, too much, but just to say there is a joke in Kingsman that is of equal, if not better, stature and will make you piss yourself. Um, so don't worry about that. Yeah, 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 everyone should. I, I mean, what I will say is, I can't talk about the movie, but what I will say is I do urge everyone who listens to this show particularly to go see it when it's released. I know the state's release date is February 13th, um, I don't know what uh, England is doing, but uh, keep an eye over there. It is an independent movie again. Uh, I've got a feeling that it's another... Um, I mean, he certainly is down as producer, so I don't know whether it's all his funding again, like it was Kick-Ass or what, but it is an indie movie. And from what he indicated when I spoke to him, uh, the little amount of publicity that they did this last couple of days for the movie, two months in advance is about all he'll be doing in the States. I think he's looking to push it big time in England, and if it gets an audience in the States, great, but I don't think he's sweating it too much. I think he's... if if What I can say, because he told me, um, is he's done with dealing with like distribution companies like Fox, because they just don't fucking get it, is what, is what it came across to me. I mean, I saw the movie, and I could market the fuck out of this movie if they gave me the chance i mean i really fucking could i mean for a start the first trailer gives away way too much that's that's one of the problems is the you are watching the movie going oh yeah that's the scene from the trailer okay so this is going to happen you know what i mean like when you watch a movie and you've seen the trailer and therefore you know just from like the scene that they're in or the the shop that they're in or the the background or whatever that you know what's coming you know yeah i think well i think the thing is i think for people who really like films i don't think we want much in a trailer i no, think for just no. general people who just you know have a look at a trailer to see what they're going to go and see that weekend yeah they have to put loads in the trailer to sell them on it yeah no i mean the marketing um thing that they're doing uh seems to be geared towards well people in you know um but crack Washington won't get this or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's it this it's this whole idea that people won't get it. Like Vaughn came out at the beginning of the screening before we saw the movie and said, uh, the studio doesn't have any faith that anyone in America is gonna get this movie because it's very, very English and there are some scenes in it that are like edgy. This is what he said. Yeah. Um I don't think edgy was the word he used, but um you know, that are that are risque, I think he said. Yeah. Um, so please do, he's talking to bloggers and journalists and stuff, he said, please do whatever it is you do to kind of get the word out. Well, I can tell you that during the screening, there was like multiple rounds of applause. The movie got like, uh, two large rounds of applause, um, at the end, um, and, uh, everyone seemed to fucking love it that I was with. And, and of course it doesn't matter that it's too English because, um, like I was saying to Matthew Vaughan in the video that I did post online uh, for people to see over at Movie Pilot, which you can go see, moviepilot.com forward slash after movie diner, I think. 
Um, there's a video of my uh, Matthew Vaughan, or join us on the Facebook group, and, and you can find the link there. Um, you know, as I said in the video, I said Doctor Who is huge over here. Um, uh, Sherlock is huge over here. Downton Abbey is huge over here. It's not like like a lot of people I meet now are Anglophiles. Like the first question I get asked is, "What soccer team do you support?" and "Do you like Doctor Who?" Like they're the first two questions I get asked by anyone I meet. So, and, and what do you answer? I go, "Well, I don't really support soccer, and I don't really watch." Um, Doctor Who, and they kind of look you at me. You could just say Leicester City for me. Well, if I, I say, <laughs> if anything, Leicester City. If anything, Leicester City. That's all right. Um, they go, who? Who? Leicester. Leicester City. What is that? Mm. Who plays for that team? Huh? Is it David Beckham? <laughs> <laughs> I hear that David Genoa is a great footballer. He's retired. Oh, shit. How is, about Bobby Charlton? How about Gascoigne? <laughs> is he still playing? I like to see George Best play <laughs> football. I would like to see Gascoigne and David Beckham play together. I would like that. Um, no. <laughs> uh no, so I don't think it's too English at all. I really don't. I think that's uh, that's uh, an idiotic thing for Fox to be uh, scared about. Plus, it, it uh, heavily relies on... Well, not heavily relies on, but it's, it's heavily influenced by the Roger Moore Bond era. Like, heavily. Just in the way that it's set up. It's, it's one of those... Like, you can't be cynical about it. Like, you can't um, be clever about it. You have to switch yourself off and just have fun with it. Like, you just have to go in and just have fucking fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and if, if you try and be superior to the movie, you just won't get it. It's like Kick-Ass. You just have to go in and just fucking enjoy it. Like, you can't sit and question it too much. Um, and Kick-Ass is probably the closest thing Vaughn's done to this movie. So if you like that, you'll like this movie. Um, but I no, being scared... Vaughn's done, so... Yeah, exactly. So being scared shitless that it's too English is ridiculous. Because that's what he said. Matthew Vaughn said they're scared shitless. Um, there's a bunch of scenes in the movie they wanted him to cut. Um, there's a whole character choice that one of the actors made that they wanted to cut. So, uh, I'm yeah. I'm guessing that was Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's utterly ridiculous. So Fox has no idea. I mean, I could, like I said earlier, I could market the fuck out of this movie. Um, obviously, they can't get him to cut anything because it's his... Oh, yeah, it's his baby. Like, he said, you know, we were asking him, what if this happens or what if that happens? He was just like, fuck it. Like, that was his <laughs> attitude, which I fucking loved. And, in fact, if if the thing that it has more than Kick-Ass had, because uh, I think he kind of wanted Kick-Ass to be a success and wanted it to, like, make his name while still having, you know, the R-rated human stuff. Mm. Um what this has more than kick-ass is a big attitude of fuck it. Like, fuck him if you can't take a joke. That's what this movie is all about, more or less. Um, yeah. Which I fucking love, because that's what our show's like. Like they, it's, mm. it's like our show. It's like kick-ass. It's like, you know, a British kind of thing. It's, it's fuck him if you can't take a joke, you know? Um, and it has a real, like, British subversive kind of side to it. I won't say any more, but, like, it, it's... Um, yeah, Fox is... Fucking ruining it in terms of release. They were going to release it in October. Um, yeah, then they put it back to March. Then they brought it forward to November again. Now they've put it back to February. I mean, talk about trying to fuck a film royally. Um, they then drag 
Vaughn over. He literally had got off the plane and came straight to the screening on um, Tuesday night. And then, you know, because you're jet-lagged, you don't fucking sleep. And then he had to be up for, like, a breakfast thing at 8 in the morning. It was it was kind of a bit shitty on him, you know. Um, yeah. But he was, you know, he was very nice. He seemed very down-to-earth. He brought Dexter Fletcher with him, which was nice. It was akin to bringing, like, a, an ape in a cage um, <laughs> that you could prod with a stick. But, no, Fletcher sat yeah, in well, the He's going to carry his bags. Yeah. <laughs> he actually got up after the breakfast and went, Dexter! Clicked his fingers and then Dexter went, yes, master. And like, slid, that is <laughs> slid, slid after him with his hunchback and his his uh, little twatty glasses. Uh, Hello, Matthew, can I carry your bags? I was Do you in... remember me? I was <laughs> in the paper gang. Paper, I, was gang. In, I was in Pet gang. I was in the Rachel papers. I fucked Ioni Sky in the butthole. <laughs> she was she was gone. Actually, Matthew, it's lovely to meet you, but I, I noticed there's a certain <laughs> star sitting over there. I'd quite like to go over to speak to him. Shall He's I where? meet the man who directed, like, three of the greatest comic book movies ever, or shall I go and meet the guy who fucked Ioni Sky in the face? I think I'm going to go meet Dexter Fletcher. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> uh, he was in, what else was he in? He was in a uh, fil- big film in the 80s, wasn't he? You bet he weren't. Just uh, some of that. Well, Dexter Fletcher. He was with Julius Swallow in um, Press Gang. I remember that. He was. He was in the Elephant Man. Was he? Yeah. He was the Elephant Do you Man. think Julia Swallow swallows <laughs> when when she takes it in the face? Do I think she'd take it in the face? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, yes, I do. And do you he, think... was, he was in the Long Good Friday. Uh, Dexter Fletcher? Yeah. Oh, OK. He, he oh. didn't... For about, like, 20 years, he didn't age at all. No, he didn't. And now he suddenly looks like John Hurt. Yeah, just a minute. He was in Boone. He was in an episode of Boone. He was in fucking Bo- Oh, well, if you're in Boone. I don't know why I didn't get his autograph. Two episodes the, uh, the bill. Uh, I should have gone over to him and gone... Dexter, dear boy, Dexter, I loved you in Boone. <laughs> <laughs> what was Michael Elphick like? <laughs> Neil Morrissey. Tell me all about that. Morrissey and Elphick. I don't care about this fucking hack, Vaughn, and his Colin Firth starring major motion picture. I want to know all about Elphick and Boone. <laughs> was it a real motorbike? Was it a real friendship that they struck up on set? <laughs> was the chemistry real between them, Did Mr. Elphick ever mention with Nell and I? <laughs> oh, you young prat. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it was a really good uh, uh, breakfast with Matthew Vaughan. Very surreal, very fucking surreal. But I got to meet... I mean, what's nice about these events is obviously he only had, like, 20 minutes with us or whatever, which still far fucking longer than I thought. Um, but he had about 20 minutes with us, and, uh, but then after that... Did he that, eat breakfast? No, he did That's what's so fucking hilarious, is no, he didn't. Like, we all got, like, plates of fucking eggs and bacon, and... Because they didn't order individual breakfast for all of us. What they did was, they brought out a, a tray of scrambled eggs and bacon, a tray of pancakes, a tray of toast, and a tray of fruit for every table. Yeah. So, that was me sorted. Uh, no one else ate on my table... Uh, <laughs> oh, and French fries. A big trough of French fries. For oh, every, that's what you for, want in the morning. For every fucking table. I'm not even kidding. 
They, just the food they brought out for four tables worth of quote unquote journalists was enough to feed Ethiopia for a year. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the thing is, is for breakfast, you either have, you know, like fruit and pancakes or whatever. Or you have, like, scrambled eggs, bacon, and fries. Or maybe you have, like, scrambled eggs, bacon, and, and a pancake. But you never have, like, all of that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, so it was sort of a bit odd. But, no, I mean, I tried. I had I had everything but the pancakes. As had, everybody left, you were still there going, well, <laughs> I'm going to eat it all. <laughs> I don't have a job, so I'm going to eat as much of this as I can. And then the rest of it, I'm shoving into my trousers. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you take a bag home with you? I did. I did. <laughs> Uh, it had Dexter Fletcher's <laughs> Dexter Fletcher's punk in it. Yeah, uh, oh, nice. <laughs> I could eBay. It. I could sell it on eBay. <laughs> I've got jars of Dexter Fletcher's punk. I got Does anybody got want an... any Dexter Fletcher babies? <laughs> I already got an email back. What the guy who was in Boone? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. They're gonna they're gonna call the next wave of children born in England. The baby boon. Yeah, so. the baby boon generation. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of kids with skinheads going around on bikes going, <laughs> Sometimes I sit, yeah, feeling alone. No one to talk to, I got no So it's really nice because what ends up happening is you get to meet these other journalists and stuff and, and you know, realise just how better you are than they... No, okay. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Uh, you get to meet all these, these uh, nice other journalists or, or in the case of my table, we had a comic shop owner who was there um, who had been invited there by Mark Millar directly, which was awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, she was from Staten Island. She'd got an email from him and they were doing a giveaway, like, for people to attend or something. Um, and then there was another writer for Movie Pilot, along with me, and then a chap who I don't know who he wrote for, but uh, they were all nice. And uh, I got to meet lots of other people who worked for Movie Pilot, which was nice. And I said, uh, why is it that you just do clickbait top ten shit? Um, I didn't say that. Um <laughs> You, you should sit there, you having a good day? And she goes, yeah, you know, are you? you go, I don't know, press my nose if you want to find out more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll never guess what kind of day I'm having. <laughs> tug, me off under, yeah, tug me off under the table and find out. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, it kind of annoys me because I wrote, we were told by Fox through Movie Pilot that we could tweet and Facebook whatever we wanted about the screening and the uh, 
breakfast. Yeah. So when I got home from the screening, I was like, well, I better write an article for Movie Pilot because fuck it, they're the ones who sent me. So I wrote a completely, like, spoiler-free appraisal of the movie. Like, it's totally spoiler-free. Nothing in my article would have given anything away that's in the movie whatsoever. It was, like, the trailer gave more away than my article. We don't want people to know that Colin Firth's in it. That's yeah. a spoiler. <laughs> it's a spoiler that there's action in the film well-directed. I don't want to tell people that. That would be advertising and marketing, and that's more than my job's worth. Um, so Fox said, no, you can't put that up. So just indiscriminately took down all the articles. So I was like, okay, fine, I understand they don't want us talking about the movie. So I didn't talk about the movie. So then I emailed MoviePart, and I said, can I put up the video that I took at the breakfast or tweet about the, bre- the, the video and meeting Matthew Vaughan? Because otherwise, like, what else am I meant to talk about? Like, I don't know what else I'm meant to do. So, got an email back. Sure, you can put the video up and, and the tweet. And also, could you send us a couple of sentences about the movie? Because uh, Fox want to know what everyone thinks, right? <laughs> Read the fucking thing up, then. Read the fucking article, you fucking spanners. Um, <laughs> so, I, I sent them a couple of sentences, just basically saying what I've said to you. You know, Roger Moore era Bond movie, anarchic sense of humor, right? Like just the, the bit parts, right? The movie pilot guy was like, oh, it's so well written. It's like you write for the New York Times. He was really, like, overly praising it. And I was like, God, tell me I write for something better than the New York Times. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so then I asked about the, 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 the video. And he, they said, oh, yeah, yeah, put that up, put that up, right? So I wrote the article that's up currently that has literally the two sentences that I sent Fox about the movie. Who directed the film, wrote the film and who's in the film, the video of meeting Matthew Vaughan, and one paragraph that just says it was really nice to meet the other bloggers. That's it. Like, there's literally nothing about the movie whatsoever except the couple of sentences they wanted us to write anyway. And and a couple of sentences, which, by the way, I've already put out as tweets and have been retweeted by the actual Kingsman movie Twitter feed. So, like, nothing that isn't out there already. Yeah, And I put that out there, and then I sent it to MoviePilot, and I went, okay, here's my post about the breakfast. And he went, oh, next time, could you send us the the uh, edited version we, before you publish it so that uh, we can uh, assess if it's all right or not? And I said, well, I explained, look, I've not put anything on it that I haven't already tweeted and hasn't already been retweeted. Like, it's all good, blah, 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 blah. And he wrote back today to go, uh, yeah, no, no, the writing's great. We love the writing. You're such a good writer, and we can't wait to find out about your other articles that you're going to do for us. But uh, I still need to get it greenlit by Fox. Well, it's already had, like, 140 views. So, I mean, go right ahead and greenlight. But, like, if Fox can't even make up their fucking mind if they want us to cover the breakfast, I, I, pfft, I at this point, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, mm. why even fucking do it? I think... The breakfast and screening and all that was set up when it was meant to be released in November. And I think they just kept it because they didn't know what else to do. And I think they invited a bunch of people and now they're like, okay, so we've done our bit and that's it. You know what I mean? And they're going to. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Somehow, like, 
call on us in February to write stuff. But the the joke is is that by the time they call on us in February to put out put out articles, then people they there will have already been other screenings around the world that people will already already have written about. So anyway. It is what it is what it is, and we deal with it. But at the moment, you can go over to moviepilot.com forward slash aftermoviediner and read uh, not just uh, my article about having breakfast with Matthew Vaughan, but also a wonderful article with Matthew Vaughan that, although it says it's written by me, was actually written by Dr. Action and is rather spankingly good. Yes, ghostwriter. Yes, you are. You are a ghostwriter, and you got you helped get me the gig, so I can't thank you enough. That's all right. <laughs> Fox have now heard the beginning of this and gone, we want that Dr. Action kid. We, we thought want him killed. We thought we were getting John Cross, but oh no, we got some Paul Croson character and I want him. We like you here in Hollywood. In fact, if Fox ever hear this show, I'm never writing for them again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I doubt it. I doubt it. <clears throat> but anyway, so that's enough about uh, me and my son. What, what about you? What was your week in action like? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I uh, I didn't meet Matthew Vaughan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come uh, on now. Come uh, on well, now. At least one of us met him. At least, at least the kick-ass kid was there. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad you had a good time. But good. I still fucking hate you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, my week in action. Uh, I watched The Purge Anarchy again. Nice. I fucking love it. Fucking love it. I fucking love it. I watched... I don't watch much action. I watched Wolf Creek 2. There's a bit of action in that. Uh, I watched uh, Wolf Cop. Any good? That's uh, all right. Well, I hear that it's a bit poop. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, I watched uh, the, the remastered version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, splendid. And do you get yes. to see the chainsaw go into the cripple in high definition? Yes, very so, so nice. Especially when it's that. going through and he goes, Come down there, Franklin. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> so annoying, that guy is. Is it me, or do you think it's absolutely hysterical when he goes down the hill in his wheelchair? Oh, yeah. No, it's my favourite yeah. bit. Yeah, it's my favourite bit. As soon as that bit <laughs> happened, I switched it off and went, perfect. Perfect, had a wank and went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the bits with him falling down the thing, when he when he spazzes out, and then when he gets killed by the chainsaw. Nice. That's about ten minutes. Classic movie. Classic movie. Yeah, it's the best ten minutes ever made. Best ten minutes ever made in a movie. Uh, what else did I watch? Uh, Hatchet 1 and 2. Nice. Um... And that's about Cold in July. Did I say that last time? Cold in July. What is that movie all about? That's, uh, it's like an 80s set noir action thriller. It's not noir. bad. Noir. Type film. You know, it's, it's like a, a western noir. Um, noir. It reminded me of Jack Titties and Monarch. Reminded me of Jack Titties. Yeah, so, so I watched that, and uh, I've not watched much else. Well, uh, obviously, since last we talked, I also went to the Urban Action Showcase. Uh, but of anyone course. who follows us on Facebook is probably tired of me talking about that. Um, but I did get to meet uh, Cynthia, the Lady Dragon Rothrock. Oh, yes. Uh, Gloria, live and let die, Hendry. Yeah, and and she's known now. <laughs> she is now known. And look at the phone book, that's what she's under. Yeah. 
Don the Dragon Wilson. Um, yes. So yes, and you can hear us talk about that, of course, over at the After Movie Diner, where the Doc joined me, talking all about that. So we don't need to go over that here. Um, I also went to Baltimore and met some of the Don Dola lot, which was awesome. Uh, and then on Monday, met up with Heather Seaback from Viewer Discretion Advised, and we went to DC and watched a comedy pilot starring Graham Chapman and Rick Mail at the Library of Congress. So that's something I've done. <laughs> You've had, you've had a pretty packed week, you know, it's, since... It's uh, been pretty packed, yes, yes. I've um, had a good time. But you'll be pleased to know that Heather Seaback, when discussing Jake's journey and the, 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 the pilot that we went and saw, which is so rare, it's only available in the archives of the, of the Library of Congress, and I'm not joking, um, when discussing it afterwards in the car, she did say it reminded her a lot of Jack Tatty's Mononk. And she actually said that, and I didn't realise that she'd seen our videos. But um, so I, th- <laughs> I, thought that would, I thought that would make you proud. Um, Very good. She yeah. said yeah, it reminded me of Jack Tatty's Mononk. <laughs> so I was quite happy about that. She needs to put a video up then. Sorry? She needs to put a video up. She does. She does. She parts her hair over to the side, put some large glasses on, and then talk twaddle for ten minutes. Yeah. I need to do another one of those videos. I will get round to it. I'll get get round to it one day when I'm not jet-setting about the place, glad-handing people, and meeting celebrities. Yes, UA Bowl next. (laughs) UA Bowl and (laughs) I are going to go to a brothel, just like uh, uh, Jackie Chan and Danny Aiello in uh, The Protector. I'd pay to see that. You and UA Bowl, you interviewing him in a (laughs) high class... No, not a high class... Really scummy brothel in, uh, <laughs> in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. When I was making uh, the Dragon Siege movie with Sir Jason Statham, he's getting he's getting blown by some sixty year old meth addicted. <laughs> he she. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what 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 was your uh, thoughts on um on the? Uh, I thought Dragon the... Siege is its Dungeon Siege. Did he Dungeon make... Siege in the name of the king. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. There is a dragon. What's the dragon one? Uh, dragon. Dragon. So, what? Don't know. Dragon a, a cart behind you. No idea. <laughs> dragon, uh, it's dragon heart with Dennis Quaid. It's, it's lion heart with Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> it would have been a much better movie, but Steven Seagal he came along and he ate the lion. It sounds like the bastard uh, offspring of Jean-Claude Van Damme and Werner Herzog that, that nobody they don't want to tell anybody about. <laughs> when I had sex with Van Damme, it was a biblical experience. We did it on the bed covered <laughs> with dead puppies. It was surreal, but beautiful. <laughs> but beautiful. I filmed it for my new documentary... I call Puppy Man. <laughs> the Cave of Forgotten Puppies. Yeah, I keep my dreams there. <laughs> it's it's, it's a, at the end of the Puppy Rainbow. It's, it's on Netflix. It's on, it's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, when Jean-Claude Van Damme did Lionheart, there was no lions because Sigale all the lions. Who let the lions out? I ate all the lion bars, Johnny. Where's the lions? It was lion bars. 
I, I bet he fucking hates it going, going in to pick a candy bar. I like the cigar. puffy rice. <laughs> I can have them all. I can eat them all. I can afford it. I've, <laughs> I've been to the Ukraine, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I like to crane things. The Ukraine? <laughs> I like to crane things. Ukraine style. I've done the dance of the flappy hands. Um... So, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I had a pony. Um, <laughs> I reckon he could eat through one of those in, uh, you know, an hour. Yeah. A lion yeah, bar is like a toothpick to a <laughs> <laughs> I love to eat ponies. I love to eat ponies and whole oxen. Um, what were we talking about before I went off on Lionheart and stuff? What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Uwe, Uwe Boll. Me and Uwe Boll having... Having uh, <laughs> naughty double, massages. Double, double teaming a prostitute, I think it was. Wasn't it? And a steam bath. Yeah. With Danny Aiello. <laughs> oh, it's like three men and a baby. <laughs> three men and a lady boy. Three men and a lady boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Steve Gutenberg's like, where do I sign? Uh, <laughs> Why has nobody made that yet? Well, three men and a lady boy. I bet they have. I bet you can find it on the underground Taiwanese sex VHS trade, if that Ooh. still exists. <laughs> Going to an old VHS shop. Yeah. Any uh, mucky films behind the counter? Have you got any Taiwanese VHS? <laughs> Preferably one called Three Men and a Lady Boy. Yes, we have, oh, actually. that one's out at the minute. <laughs> yes, we have, Old actually. Paul has it. Yes. yes, we have actually. And uh, did you know Tom Selleck actually did a cameo? <laughs> it's still directed by Le- Leonard Nimoy. Yes, it was. Uh, he was wiping the cum out of his mustache for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but not his eyes. Yes. Not his eyes. Never his eyes. <laughs> you can come anywhere on my face, said Tom Selleck, except my eyes. <laughs> Is that on his IMDb quotes? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you don't need to pay me. I'm doing another Jess Stone movie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen all those Stone movies he's done? No, I've not seen one. Uh, well, no, I haven't watched any of them, but you're aware I've seen, of them. I've seen them all. I've seen them all in the show. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I sort of see him and go, yeah, that happened. I'm a, <laughs> that was I'm a thing. But uh, I'm not buying one. It's like Murder, she wrote, except that he's an old mustachioed guy. Yeah, I don't I don't sort of get it. I, is it a TV show? Is it films? It's like a TV movie, isn't it? It's like uh, they're based on a series of books. Yeah. And it's like, small town America has crime too. And now <laughs> to clean it, clean it up is elderly Tom Selleck. <laughs> It's, uh, and a cast of people who were momentarily famous in the 80s. And it's, it's, William Sadler. We can't discount William, because William Sadler's actually in those movies. Oh, my God, he's made quite a few of them, hasn't he? He's made uh, 87, I think, and counting. <laughs> he wants to be the uh, John Thor of um, of the US. He's trying to beat Morse's record. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Lewis! Lewis. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> you won't be able to beat my record, Selick. My record will stand till the end of time. 
I was Inspector Moore 750 times! <laughs> the, the one film I really do love with Tom Selleck is uh, Quigley Down Under. <laughs> That's a porn name. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've not, I'll tell you what I've not watched for years. An Innocent Man, I've not watched that for no, years. Yeah, I was in Quigley Down Under. <coughs> My name is uh, Jeff Bush, and I'm the uh, premier Australian porn actor. And I'm known for having an enormous bush and only going into other enormous bushes uh, while down in Australia. So Australia. I, I did a movie called Quiggles Down Under and it's the same thing, only I eat a lot more poussey. I love the poussey. <laughs> I love to get my tongue right in there. Like a... <laughs> like cigar in a buffet. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I light up many different types of poussey and with a ladle, I like to scoop them out and eat them out, if you know what I'm saying. What? Dip it in a couple of times. In. I just, take it out. Just to tip in, just a little bit, just for seasoning, if you know what I mean. Uh, and then I add paprika. I'm a bit of a cut, me. <laughs> Wiggles Down Under, starring Jeff Bush. True story. Yeah, I think you've done that in New York. Sort of go into a shop, say something, and then go, I'm a bit of a cunt, me. They <laughs> hate the word cunt, don't they? They really do, yeah. yeah Although yeah. Heather from Viewer Discretion Advice liked it when I used it. That's okay. She's an yeah. Anglophile. She likes English things, so she liked it when we, we had a... We were driving along and, and uh, we suddenly just started saying the word cunt, which was fantastic. Yeah, it's only a word, isn't it? It's only a word, boys. Don't get so uptight. <laughs> I'll be rimming your wife, rimming your wife tonight. <laughs> it's only a game, sign. <laughs> that was filthy Jim Davidson. He's going to be rimming your wife tonight. Rimming your wife tonight. Tonight on Rimming Your Wife, I'm going to be rimming the wife of Deputy Health Secretary Alan Turnbull. Hello, Alan. Oh, hello. <laughs> and have you ever rimmed your wife personally? No, I, I never have. <laughs> I'm far too upper class for that. I usually bring in the young Polish man. She, 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 has, been, she, she has been rimmed several times by some Poles. <laughs> It's funny, whenever, whenever I'm in Parliament, I often say, you know what, my wife is up in the pearls. But I don't mean pearls like what people do when they're stopped on the street and ask questions. I mean the bloody great penis of a Polish man is up in my wife. I do it myself, because <laughs> I'm usually on Hanson Street having my fucking knob touched by a young event boy by the age of 16, and I pay him a bloody good sum of money to do it. <laughs> and then I take it out of my expense allowance, given to me by the trusting taxpayers of this beautiful country. God save the Queen! Yeah, I... I... I work very hard for the government, and if I can't spend £2,000 a week on the taxpayers' money getting my willy touched by <laughs> a young Filipino boy, I don't know what the world's coming to. Listen, I'm... I had to sit there and listen to the opposition ballyhoo and scallywag the whole week. 
If that doesn't mean that it isn't my inalienable right to go down to a public parkland and get my tip of my knob polished by a young Asian child that I don't know what the world's coming to. Let more immigrants said I they're cheaper. <laughs> I could go to a much more high class Asian establishment, but no no, I go to the cheap ones because I'm thinking about you, the taxpayer. I'm always bloody giving, and nobody gives me any credit. It's fucking despicable. Do you know how much how much it costs to get get my balls licked by a young Englishman? It costs me twenty pounds for ten minutes. You you get an, an immigrant in who wants to work. Has come over to They almost to want work. to work harder. Uh, they do, and they will do it for two pound fifty. Uh, that that way, I can get a whole hour. That's two pound fifty, as long as I throw in some fish and chips when they're done. Yes, and, and in I a just way, I look at it as yes. In a way, I look at it as giving back to the community. I should be heralded as a saint, <laughs> not <laughs> as I was by the Sunday papers. Held it as a paedophile pervert. I'm just not like that. I'm you? just not like that. I uh, have yeah. an orange up my bummers with speed. Let's <laughs> keep the poo in. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have a random Lithuanian girl licking my tent as I talk, but that's just because I don't know how to wipe. Properly. Yes, and they want my prostate to, with a tongue. They want to work, I tell you. Yes, I'm sorry, Alan. This program is called Ruining Your Wife, and you have gone on rather a long time about. Don't go on about your party policies, Alan. <laughs> We're here to rim your wife because you won't do. Can you tell us why? Because <laughs> I'm in Hampstead. I'm too busy with nation important, national important uh, uh, policies, such as having my arsehole licked by <laughs> a young Latvian prince who I bought. Hedro. <laughs> who I bought quite reasonably. On latvianprince.com. It's really a very good website. And the service is excellent. Two days only for mailing, and they even put a hole in the package so it doesn't die. <laughs> it's so, good, because for the first couple of days, I, I, I just didn't have the time to have my arsehole licked, so I was able to feed the young chap through the hole with some rice. Huh? Very reasonable of me, really. I should claim that on expenses, but I gave him the rice for free. <laughs> Alan, you do seem to be something of a criminal. <laughs> criminal? I'd give him back. And there it is, folks. British politics in a nutshell. Yeah, we just covered it. Yeah, I've covered a nutshell. All right, Alan, stop. <laughs> I like my young Lithuanian friend to cover my nuts, Shell. <laughs> I call him Shell because, of course, he's Jewish. Some of them are, you know. Mm. <laughs> I think we 
probably should get banned from the internet, probably. <laughs> well, when net neutrality comes in or whatever the fuck they're trying to do to it. Are they trying to do something? Oh, yeah, they are. There's always something going on. There always Corporations always trying to take over the internet. They're probably, they'll, they'll be like, you know what, guys, if you want to make knobcakes, that's fair game. <laughs> but we're going to start charging you $5 a knobcake. It's only fair. It's the open market. It's the policy of all corporations to make more money now. And if we can do that by fining you every time you say taint on balls, then by God, we're going to do it. I love it. I've been listening to you guys forever. And I don't have to pay because I know how to get through the back doors of this shit. But I think we should be charging everybody else. You? No, you won't get any money. We will. But I think that people should be paying for your services. Just I'm your agent, and I'll be taking 100% <laughs> of your earnings. We'll also have to form Dark Direction and the Kick-Ass Kid, Inc., which will be a publicly floated company with <laughs> a bank account in the Atlantic Ocean, owned by one little man named Sven. And we will only have the key, and you will have to live off bread. But it's called trickle-down economics. If you hang around long enough, you might even get a pizza. My God, what man could want more? How would you like to work for ten years and earn a dollar? <laughs> How does that sound? How does that grab you? And not only that, but be fucking grateful for that fucking dollar. No one is born a rich man in this world. Well, apart from me. But no one is born a rich man in this world. I had to work fucking hard making sure that my dad's balls were constantly being polished. <laughs> and he made all his money off my grandfather, who used to have slaves. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's how, that's how the world works. I know. It's beautiful, really. It's a wonderful symmetry. Mm. Isn't the world a wonderful place? <laughs> Isn't the world marvellous? And here marvelous. at Doctor Action and the Kick-Ass Kid, we thoroughly endorse everything about it. <laughs> I endorse life. I don't. <laughs> By endorsing, we do mean rip the piss out of mercilessly every time. Yes. And again... Fuck them if they can't stand a joke. Yeah, that's what it's all about, isn't it? We are merely claiming that politicians like to have illegal sex with underage immigrants <laughs> in a public place. There's nothing so wrong about that. <laughs> yeah, it's not as I What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Never been caught there, is it? No, it's not as if it's not based on fact. Uh, <laughs> I like it when the, the excuses were there. Oh, no, 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 no. What ha I was walking through, you say. I was walking along and my penis just fell into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as it fell in, a, a young man from behind accidentally 
put his penis in my arse. Ooh. So I, I, I didn't think... I, well, I, I should be suing, really, for this slippery road that I was walking on. I know. On. I hired him to carry my bags, and the next thing I know, he was taking me roughly from behind in an elevator. <laughs> I don't even know how it happened. I blame the hydraulics of the lift. <laughs> And these thin, cheap Primark trousers. <laughs> Tore the arse out of them, clean off. A true story. Good, yeah, good to see my butt crack through it. Yes, and of course, you know, some of these chappies, they just don't know the common way. <laughs> so they just think it's perfectly normal, because they're not like us. They're thick and from another country and don't read or write or eat <laughs> anything. And so, you know... How are they expected to know? They see an opening, they want to jolly well get in it and stay warm. Yes, the penis is like a tortoise, you say. It's <laughs> trying to find a hole for the winter. Yeah. And uh, it sees a little crack. Sees my <laughs> hairy butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thinks, of my course, God, they, someone's... they have to take the butt plug out first. Yes, of course. They... <laughs> they open the door, if you will. Up what? inside to see how spacious it is. What and, you uh, have to realize. Quite a spacious house. Yes. What you have to realize, you see, is that it's only people who speak English and with a lot of money who have any kind of intelligence. Everyone else is very, very stupid and simple indeed. Uh, the poor are ridiculously stupid, and the foreign are just mind bogglingly stupid. They can't even speak English, some of them. I mean, Christ. So, listen, the fact that I let them near my gaping, drippy butthole at all is an absolute fucking miracle. When you consider just how brain dead and foreign they really are. What I'm trying to say is, <laughs> I'm very open to foreign policy. <laughs> and by policy, I mean dick. <laughs> <laughs> and by open, I'm talking about my bum. Oh, it's code. Very much so, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's almost like the Secret Service came up with it. But I did, all by myself. So, if you were to ask me... Ellen, are you open to foreign policy? <laughs> I bloody well am. I bloody well I am. I love it. <laughs> I love I it. That's I love why I get the liberal vote. Because <laughs> I like a liberal going over in the butt region. I like a liberal amount. I do. Over my face. Over my face, <laughs> neck and chest. Excuse me a moment. I've got to go and rework a white paper. <sighs> And by rework a white paper, I mean come all over a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Unless anybody's got a sock. Has anybody got a sock? Spare sock? No? Hanky? And today the bill <laughs> about <laughs> anally rendering little Filipino boys was passed 99 to 1 in the houses <laughs> of Parliament. <laughs> Everybody's signed. <laughs> <laughs> Except Anne Widdicombe. <laughs> Whose cock simply won't allow it. <laughs> she tried once with a strap on, but it wouldn't stop flapping about. <laughs> <laughs> 
she tried with a strap on, but it simply wasn't bigger yeah. than her own penis. <laughs> <laughs> Is she even a politician anymore? I don't even know if she... I don't know. Is she still alive? I don't know. I don't care. Let's hope she's dead. Politi- politicians need to die horribly. Well, it's, it's Meanwhile, in the NSA, what did he say? Did he, did he, did he, did? I think he said politicians need to die horribly. There's a guy in New York who's trying to plan the assassination of politicians. Yeah, she's still alive. Good. And is she still a politician? <coughs> um, former British Conservative, former. Oh, so former. Uh, well, I don't know any female politicians anymore in England. Because um, Edwina Curry's gone, Glenda Jackson's gone. I mean, you can tell when I grew up because it's all 80s people. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there is a few. There is a <laughs> like, what is it? I'm good speaking for fun. There is a few. Yeah, of course there are, dickhead. No, no, no. But you say that, but but there are. America and English parliamentary systems have less females than almost any other parliamentary system in the, or governing system in the world. Whereas Germany has a uh, woman. Prime Minister, didn't they, I think? Uh, yeah, I know, but she does have an enormous set of bollocks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they've, uh, they've dug up Margaret Thatcher, have they? Yeah. Yeah, I have an enormous pair of testicles. <laughs> I had some grafted onto either side of my labia so that I could play with the big boys <laughs> and drink the beer out of the stein like my male counterparts. I, it's the only way I could get into politics. The trouble is I'm always sitting on them, and it is mighty painful, which is why I always look like I have just sucked an entire lemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was wonderful. That was the uh, premiere of Germany there. Thank you very much. And next on the BBC, Jon Snow will be polishing the knob of Alan... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his name was, the politician from Hampstead Heath. I can't remember his name. Good bloke, though. Oh, lovely uh, bloke. He does a lot of opportunity for uh, immigrants. <laughs> you. Yes. I once gave a speech at the BNP rally, and I said, look, why are you against foreign types so much? They can be utilised in a number of ways, both front and back. <laughs> <laughs> I see none of you are open to foreign policy. (laughs) You want to keep England free of immigrants. But then we'd only have English people left to fuck and everybody knows they're terrible in bed. Come on now. (laughs) Who doesn't want to fuck a young Filipino? I want to ship people across the world for me to stick my tattoo into. I think that's what made Britain great, and I think that's what's going to keep her afloat in the future. Yeah. Chinese, Indian, yes. German, the, Polish, the Filipino, Latvian, uh, Russian, Russian uh, especially, Scottish, Welsh, Russians, Irish, they might American, be a little moly, but they go like the clappers. Australian, I don't mind any of them. I will fuck anything. <laughs> Except an English woman. By Christ, you expect me to lower my standards. <laughs> the only English woman I would ever fuck is the Queen. And I'm she not, won't let me. And she I've won't tried. Let me. 
I said, all right, your majesty, if you won't let me give you a jolly good jolly Roger in one of the downstairs bathrooms of Buckingham Palace, I'll just have to whack off to you every time I see a stamp or a piece of money. Anywhere where your head appears, really, I will bust a nut. <laughs> Has anybody got a trench found out? <laughs> I didn't yes. get to a cash point this morning, and I, I need to have a jolly good Arthur J. Rank in the back room. <laughs> I need to go have a hand shandy. Does anybody have a 50 pound note? <laughs> Will you give it me back? You won't want this back. <laughs> <laughs> I do like wanking it to the Queen. Let her say, you won't want it. You won't want it. <laughs> okay, so what film are we doing this week? <laughs> uh, we're doing um, <clears throat> Sudden Death. Oh. No, it's excellent. Yes, we're going back to Jean Claude. I, I always forget when we go off on our tangents that we have a show to run. Yeah. Um, I think the show should just from now on just be this rather than <laughs> the action movie. Yeah, so one week we're going to have to just go two hours and just chat and uh, just put it out. Yeah, I don't think anyone will care. Like, because we had a, a, a comment uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, they said, uh, you just don't talk about action movies anymore and you just don't comment on the films. Instead, you go off on tangents. Who said that? And I was like, well, that's what we like to do. Um... Uh, the guy who keeps asking us to do Lionheart or do another John claude Van Damme movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Filmmaker bit, Phil, I think yeah. his name is. <clears throat> yeah, so that we don't talk about film enough now. Yeah. Um, but I actually listened to our Dust Till Dawn episode, and for the last five minutes, we talked about the film pretty rigorously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you want for nothing? That, well, that's it. We I talked mean. about Quentin Trenolino and, and Robert Rodriguez. We did it. We did it. I mentioned names. I I specifically remember Jorge Clunage, <laughs> who we talked about, and uh, the lovely little Juliet Duet, or whatever her name is. So I remember we talked about Robert De Niro and and lots of things. So you, I just. Uh, I just don't think you know what you're talking about. Yes, I mentioned Jackie Chan in his first film role. That's been <laughs> rather well. Lost a lot of weight since then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, little porker. So, uh, yeah. Um, but, yes, we're going to do Sudden Death. We're not going to do Lionheart or whatever he was asking us to do. Or DOA or whatever it's called. Um... Is, is is Lionheart the same one that's A A O L or A A yeah, A, A, A Wall or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Anal. Is it, Lionheart's the same as Anal. <laughs> it is in Alan, the politician's world. I do like a bit of Lionheart, and by Lionheart, <laughs> I do mean up the pooper. <laughs> You've got the heart of a lion. <laughs> and an arse of a bloody baboon. Um... So, yeah, we're going to do Sudden Death, which, <clears throat> along with sort of Hard Target and The Quest, is sort of, um, I think, like Van Damme's most polished and Hollywood-style movie. Yeah, he had that spate where he was doing these, uh, <clears throat> you know, proper going-to-get-theatrical-release films. 
he was doing a spate of them, and I think it was a wonderful spate. Uh, I think I think it started with um, <coughs> in 1988, and I think it continued right up until <coughs> several years later. And you've uh, interviewed the director of this one. I've interviewed people. Yes, <laughs> the director of this one. Yeah, Peter Hyams. Hi, Hyams. Yes. I, I did direct uh, Peter Hyman's in an interview once. <laughs> no, wait a minute, that's not right. I interviewed Peter Hyman. Hyam, 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 Peter. Yes, uh, I did yes, interview I did. him. I did. I interviewed him for the latest Van Damme film he made, which was the one where he played a bloody ginger Canadian. <laughs> Enemies Closer? Uh, yes, King of Mounties, I believe it was called. <laughs> oh, I'd see that. You um, can't move in the frozen north for King of Mounties. <laughs> uh, I do like mounting a Giga from now and then. Just every now and then. Yeah, you have to remind them that they're human too. Yeah, we're all human. <laughs> If people didn't mount gingers, we wouldn't have any more of them. No. They would die out. They're a recessive gene. <laughs> <laughs> I, met a re I met a recessive gene once. Eugene. Mm-hmm. Entire face had caved in. <sighs> but yes, this is a long movie. It's almost two hours, and we've already talked for an hour. Yeah. Um... This is why, like, I always get to this point and I go, oh, yeah, we've got to do the movie. And I always wish we just didn't have to do the movie. Not that I don't like watching a movie with you, just that I have way more fun talking about knobs and buttholes. We're going to have to start doing the butthole and knobs. Not on the show. We could just call it Hobbs and Knobs. <laughs> What action movie are you talking about? Uh, Manonk. Yeah. <laughs> Manonk. Yeah, Manonk. 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 Uh, so, yeah, let's do Sudden Death. And this is sort of Die Hard in an Ice Rink. Yes, with the Powers Booth. Oh, yeah, I love a good Powers Booth. Mm. I started this morning with the Powers Booth, actually. Was that too much information? Um, no. It's uh, something I needed to know. I was wondering. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Pretty Some of it was, it was so projectile, it hit my forehead. That's always good. And it's a always a sign of it. And a little bit on my lower lip. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I wake up, I powers booth, and then I bloody well get out of bed. After which, I need a Barry. after which I need a shower. Yeah. And a pancake of cum. Yeah, oh. Come pancakes, uh, come cakes. I'll have all of those uh, pancakes, please. Would you like on it? Would you like some syrup on it? Man syrup. I'll take man syrup. I'll take potted dribble if you don't have the man syrup. I suppose if you've got white gravy on it. <laughs> I believe that's what they have down south in America, where it's biscuits and gravy. Well, I believe the. Biscuits are bull testicles, and the gravy is man juice. <laughs> That's why I've never been south of the Mason-Dixon line. Put your unborn children on this biscuit, and I shall eat it. Yes. 
They call it mother's milk, but as we all know, it's father's milk that counts. <laughs> right. Should I count it in? Okay, I'm on three seconds. The sun is just cresting the edge of the blue buttock of the planet. <laughs> right then. <clears throat> three, two, one. Go. Okay, so the Universal logo ushers her in to the studio era of the wonderful career of Mr. Claude Jean Damvan. And uh, here we are. That Universal logo back then in the 90s cost over four and a half million dollars. Yes, with a budget of five million dollars, this film. <laughs> yes. The rest of the budget was made for half a million dollars and all the custard creams he can shove in his gob. There he is, Claude Jean Danvin, beautiful person. Sudden death. So-called because this is a movie all about hockey. A game which is all about killing people. Yes, play ball. Yes, play ball. It's very similar to cricket. Only it's much quicker. It's played on the ice and involves many people trying to hurt other people with sticks. Not dicks. That's a whole other film. And it has been made. Plus, if, you're, if your dick had a curve in it like a hockey stick, by Christ, get thee to a doctor. <clears throat> oh, look at his man milk. It's squirting out really quite high. <laughs> He's watched three men in the lady boy. It's coming out of his... Look how big his cock is. That's how firemen put out fires, right? I'm not confused. It is all their penises. Oh, yes. Yes. He has got a very healthy stream. He must eat a lot of all bran. This is establishing our hero. He likes to do extreme sports stuff, like running into burning buildings. Yeah, he's not even a fireman. Yeah. He's just a nah. He's just an asshole. But like, is that wee French man in here again? And yeah. Belgian. And Belgian. Shut I up. have box of matches. What have we done? I have chocolate. <laughs> Belgian. Now look at those lovely English names there. Karen Baldwin. Oh look, made by Gene Quintana. He's a, he's a recessive gene as well. Mosh, damn it! And Howard Ball. <laughs> Mosh, damn it! Who started off the trend of moshing at uh, rock concerts? Yeah. See now, what you've done there is you've fallen on top of a child, trapping her in the fire. <laughs> That's why. Is, that, is that the ch- is that the child that we were looking for? No, I brought her in with me. <laughs> He's, what you've gone and done there, Mr. Van Dam, is you've gone and got yourself trapped. That was a stupid thing to have done. Yes, peace on my face. I love it with the pee-pee on the face. Oh, yes. the kid on top of him and went, Don't you realize who I am? Oh, look, I have suffocated the child <laughs> by lying on top of her. Oh, no, I have crushed the child. 
I love that, the close-up of Van Damme looking so upset. I have yeah. to say, though, in all seriousness, just for one moment, when Dan Van works with Peter Hyman, it is fantastic. They always do make their best films. Yes, two, four, four hours, hours until... Face-off. Does that awesome. mean we have to watch like this movie, wait, <laughs> wait another hour, and then watch Face-off? Yeah, it's a twofer. Uh, who was Stanley, and why does he get a whole cup? <sighs> Stan Lee. Excelsior! <laughs> uh. <laughs> Excuse me, is this my cup? No, 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 it's Stanley, like the name. Stan yes, 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 Stanley. I that's created Spider Man. <laughs> I get a whole cup. And people play hockey to win my cup? No, 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 I'll sign it for free. No, no, Stan Lee, this is the Stanley Cup. I know, the Stanley Cup. No, 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 you're not listening to us. I invented the Hulk. No, no. <laughs> I remember when. I remember the 1900s. I had all. I remember the 1800s. I wrote the Bible. Marvel's the Bible. <laughs> Starring the Fantastic Four and Jesus. Jesus can jump over buildings and walk on water. <laughs> he also spends a lot of his time feeding the poor, but that doesn't sell books. So we've written it out, and we've just gone with the superhero powers. Like healing the sick and being able to laser through buildings with his eyes. How does that grab it? <laughs> it it's, it's fine, Stan Lee, but look, this is the Stanley Cup. Yes, yes, the Stan... Oh, for fuck's sake. Someone shoot him, will you? <laughs> well, I invented... <laughs> I invented Batman. No, you didn't. <laughs> I invented Jean-Claude Van Damme. I rolled him on a piece of paper and he flew off the paper. No, he didn't. I live in the movie Cool World where everything I draw comes to life. Hey. And I, I too, like Cool World, have fucked Kim Basinger and become a real boy. You always see his wife in the films and you just think, he could get so much better than that. Yeah. Look at that child. Who is this child again? He was famous, wasn't he? Wasn't he in another thing? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I think he's... Isn't he one of the... Um, isn't he like Alvin, Theodore, one of the chipmunks? Isn't he one of those kids? I think he is. I think he's Theodore. You can tell by his teeth and his haircut. <laughs> he's the kid from Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, that's what it is. I knew I wanted to kill him when I was watching another film. <laughs> uh, what else was he in? Oh, he's in Little Bigfoot. <coughs> Toothless. Is a film called Hi, Toothless? I'm a wife, and therefore if I'm in an action movie, I've got to have a big stick up my ass and not like anything that my husband wants to do. He wants to take my kids to go see a sports game. I'd rather they go with their stepfather and take some drugs. He's a drug dealer. <laughs> he looks after us. He's got a real job. What do you do? Fireman? Who ever heard of that? You were a fireman, John Claude. 
but now you're not. You're just a security guard. And that's not a real job. My new husband, he deals smack to teenagers in New Jersey. He also's a pimp. <laughs> and every Friday night, just for shits and giggles, I go out on the game. My... I don't have to. I, I just to. like to. I just like to. My twat now looks like a sea anemone. <laughs> nice earring. Yeah. Nice beard. Yeah. Nice stomach. Mm -hmm. It's John Claude Van Damme's father playing that role. Yeah, he looks like a security guard. Yes. I do like the penguin. I like the little animal, and I wish to save them all. <laughs> now, Powers Booth without a moustache, not as powerful as a booth with a moustache. Factually accurate. I still won't mess with him. Got probably the best voice in cinema, I think. He has. He could have probably played James Bond in a he porn could. parody. <laughs> You can't say that about a lot of people. No, you can't really. You can't really. No, him and Clive Owen. <laughs> Although I would like to see Reginald Vell Johnson from Die Hard fucking a moose. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Imagine oh, no, if that came out. Penguin, it blew up. Two hours until Face Off. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've got to watch this whole movie and then immediately watch Face Off. Fucking hell, we've lost time. We've lost time. <laughs> what have we been doing for two hours, Doc? <laughs> There's Dennis Franz from the ever popular. You want to see my ass? <laughs> Not really, Dennis. Uh, my name's Dennis Franz. <laughs> I once went moose fucking with Reginald Bell Johnson. <laughs> There's a yeah. whole club in Hollywood of moose fuckers and they're all bald men with moustaches. Yeah, because you always hear about the, oh, if you ever uh, found out what they get up to in Hollywood yeah. that they uh, pay you not to hear about, you'd yeah. be shocked. Imagine if it came out that, yeah, we just like to fuck mooses. We what? do. We like to go into the great north and we like to find ourselves a moose, grab hold of the antlers and give it one in the ass. I'm Dennis Franz from Moose Fucking. <laughs> Tonight, Dennis Franz on the shock horror revelation of Moose Fucking. Like his shoes. I like his shirt. Yeah. Hello, I am a filthy matador. I wish to take you at gunpoint into your house and shove your face into my frilly shirt. Mmm. 90 minutes till face off. What is this? A time travel movie? They're nice kids. Yeah. <laughs> Hello there. I am Jean Claude Van Damme. I'm a security guard. Oh, look, it's Bilko. I loved your program when I was a child. I remember watching your black and white sitcom, Sergeant Bilko, when I was in Belgium eating chocolate and rubbing cheese on my privates. <laughs> Take this child to the brig. <laughs> Don't you do that again, you little bitch. Lock that little cunt up. Don't you call my daughter a little cunt. Lock that little cunt <laughs> in jail. I am Sergeant Bilko and I will not be. <laughs> if he said that, going out live, and Bilko in the 60s. 
What a cunt. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daddy's new girlfriend. I like it when he comes between my tits. It's okay to talk to other girls that way. <laughs> yeah, your daddy likes to rest his balls on my lips. <laughs> Don't worry, this is just what we call girl talk. It's allowed. I'm going to go and show all, all my, my son with the hockey player's penises. Listen, this is where all these like large men get oiled up. Isn't it impressive, son? I love to come down here and just wander through casually, looking at the men oiling up their buttocks. I'm like a mullet. I had one in hot target. Yes, do not listen to the filthy Frenchman. He said later he will take me up the bum. I take steroids. You can tell. I played a little bit in... There's a little semi-pro in Canada. By little semi-pro, I mean I have a tiny wang. <laughs> 45 minutes until face-up inside this giant tit. This is Los Angeles. If we can't get a big giant tit, I don't know where we can get one. Oh, popcorn. Oh, it's all laced with spunk. <laughs> don't worry about it, man. I've laced all of this popcorn with my own jizz. George Lucas, when times were a bit harder, playing the popcorn seller. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when my dad takes you from behind, are you wearing the penguin costume? I was both wearing we're in here, <laughs> fucking away like apes. I like it in the penguin costume because it has such a voluminous behind. Andrew, this is Andrew. Please stand my children next to onions. I wish to see them cry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to tell them, Daddy's not coming home. I haven't seen them cry since <laughs> I took a lot of quaaludes. And beat them about the head and neck with a bottle. <laughs> it's the first time I've seen them in two years. <laughs> Not since I took all that smack that my wife's new husband sold me. And I belted them with my own shoes. Now I want to see them cry near the onions. So they know the true pain of life. I remember my daughter said to me, Is it my fault that you're breaking up? And I said, <laughs> Yes! yes. <laughs> I said it never would have bitch. happened if I hadn't have had you cunting children. <laughs> and now the President of the United States has arrived at the giant tit. He's going to be inspecting the tit, polishing the tit, rubbing his penis on the tit, and then leaving immediately. As all Vice Presidents do. We like to call it the Just the Tip Trip. <laughs> Barry Manilow. Oh, oh, Mandy, you came in my face and it burned me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a lady. Oh, Mandy, it turned out that it was a hand shandy. <laughs> you had a big penis. Oh, Mandy. Hey. Listen, lady. You know that I'm a bad guy. 
Just behold my flamenco shirt. My dangly earring. I would not be dressed so gay if I wasn't a bad guy. I keep my machine gun in with the produce. Keeps machine gun in the produce. Lovely. Listen, listen to me. Look how physically fit I am. Don't need to see that. Well, at least you're covering the right head. Don't need to see a ball. Hi, I'm the President of the United States. I've come here to see assholes. He's a big hockey fan, and he'd like to say a few words. A few words. There's an optimist. Hi. I've been in lots of films. You've seen me in lots of films. The gap in my tooth gives me away. <laughs> What's he been in? Last time I saw him, he was in Walk Hard. He played uh, Dewey Cox's dad, and he kept making the joke, the wrong kid died. <laughs> he's in uh, <clears throat> training. God, he's got a fucking great hair. Good evening, and welcome to Hockey Live with the Stanley Cup. Is that my cup? Fuck <laughs> off, Sam. Didn't we lock him up? <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> I invented the thing. That's my husband's work number. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have the Avengers. <laughs> I invented Iron Man. Hello, I'm a chef. <laughs> oh, it's like the one from Beetlejuice. Jump in the line, rock your money in time. Oh, yes, I believe you. I don't have time for phone sex now, Marjorie. <laughs> I've got to pluck these shrimp. He's also he's, uh, Stan Lee in his little cameos this year. <laughs> I love it when you say, pluck the shrimp. Put your fingertip in your butthole. <laughs> Wiggle it around. And go, mmm, mmm, Delia, I love it. Wait a minute, you want me to blow the vice president? What kind of sex game is this? This is some kind of filthy man-on-man action. My God, Delia, I had no idea. But I'll do it. Hello? In about ten minutes, I will be playing some flamenco music. Goodbye. Ring, ring, ding, 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 ring. How very weird. Okay, well, I'll go blow the... Deputy, whatever his name is, Vice President. Yes. Are these men yours? Yes, he's my man. <laughs> yes, I think I have seen him in the porn version of James Bond. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Are you tired yet? I've walked you around the entire stadium <laughs> twice. Do you hate me as a father or what, huh? Everybody else got to sit here and eat junk food. I took you to see men's bottoms. And the woman dressed up like a penguin. What at the fuck? Too much information, Dad. Well, it is ridiculous. You know what, Jeff? That headset you're wearing makes you look like a total asshole. <laughs> Why, thank you, Chad. Oh, well, aren't we all terribly rich? <laughs> and tonight at the Richest Man competition, <laughs> held inside a giant tit, 
in Los Angeles. And for our entertainment, some Canadians will be hitting each other with sticks. We are ready. Thank you, everybody. You may leave. Security guard. I do like Powers Booth. I want his face. I want his face. Clean off. (laughs) Blow his face. I can't see. I'm going to shoot him if he keeps singing. (laughs) I feel like such an ass. Everyone else gets to have their hand on their heart. I get to grab my boob. I'm Michael Keaton, you fuck. (laughs) That was very nice. Excelsior. (laughs) (laughs) It's our national anthem. Rockets, red glare, as we blow people up. And we try and establish an empire around the globe with all our wealth. Oh, no, wait a minute. I've lost the the words. I don't know what I'm singing about now. I love that one. Star-spangled banner on a wrestler's vest. And you'll allow Arnold Schwarzenegger to be the governor of California. Yeah, that's right. They let me, an immigrant, govern one of their largest and wealthiest states. And I gave everybody a maid. (laughs) And I bankrupted the entire state. It was wonderful. Everybody loved me. I did a great job. I really loved the environment, so I bought myself a tank. (laughs) (laughs) And a jet, a private jet. I used to fly around for no reason. And listen, Jeff, no one, you're not fooling anybody with that toupee. I'm telling you right now, that's the silliest hairpiece I've ever seen. What are these guys doing down on the ice? I've never seen this game before. <laughs> this is an American football. <laughs> Tonight, our guest commentator will be Clueless Guy, number 14. We picked him out of millions. Thanks for your help, Andrew. He's trigger happy. Oh, excellent. <laughs> oh, no, look. I'm bleeding. <laughs> it's like strawberry jam. That agent's name was Eddie Kaline. He has a five-year-old boy, a three-year-old little girl, and his wife's pregnant. I'll send a car. Aki knows anything about And his wife's pregnant. I only know that because I fucking knocked her up. (laughs) He was always working for me, and I was always telling him to stand outside the door. That gave me ample opportunity to go in there and fuck that wife of his. She was so goddamn beautiful and American. She liked my Star Spangled Banner, if you know what I mean. I used to shout at her, Jose, can you see? And she was like, I'm not Jose, and get your balls out of my face. Because I can't see. Agent Coulson. 
calling me names. You can keep calling me Pow's Booth. Come in here. It's Bobby Davro. <laughs> the only way this film could have been any possibly better. Hello! <laughs> Sexy. I'm clearly the computer whiz. I'm not here for muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I've okay. got muscles in my fingertips. And you join us back here, and I have absolutely no idea what's going on. Is this some kind of gay figure skating thing? <laughs> Chad! <laughs> Torval and Dean are on the ice. <laughs> Is this some kind of Disney characters on ice? Is this some movie I haven't seen before where they all wear helmets? Wait a minute. Is this Tron on ice? <laughs> You keep stamping people, they're going to punch you in the face. (laughs) What you don't understand is that stamp, it's made from period blood. (laughs) Hey, listen, I will teach you all about the period blood one day. It's also poisonous and attracts bees. (laughs) Is that what mommy said? Your mom knows shit. I will teach you all about going through puberty as a girl. I know all about it. I am Claude Jean Van Damme. Goodbye! The guy from the next to them has just been uh, shipped in from the 1920s. Look at that! How amazing! A guy fell over! I love it when fat guys fall over! <laughs> it's almost as good as watching fat girls cry. <laughs> I'm so glad you took off that fucking wig. <laughs> now you don't look like so much as a twat. What a terrible waste of shrimp. Yeah, they're expensive they are, you dick. Look how much the audience are loving Tron on Ice. <laughs> they're standing up, they're applauding, they're shouting, Jeff Bridges was better than this. Look at that, how happy they are. Tron on Ice, who'd have thunk it? Francis, why has he got a girl's name? Who's he look like? A, a penis? Yeah, it doesn't have penis, but he looks like somebody. Oh, Boris Booth likes to smoke a cigarette. The name's Porn Barn. <laughs> the name's Booth. Powers Booth. <laughs> And I was in Tombstone. You happen to be wrong. There may be a reason to kill someone else. There's bound to be resistance to my objective. So I can only assure you that I won't kill any more people than it takes to convince everyone of my sincerity. Will you make that cow stop moaning? Moo! Moo! He's a handsome guy, he is. I like that. Will you stop that cow from moaning? They should cut over. There should just be a big Jersey cow in the corner. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like Ermintrude from the Magic Roundabout. It's nothing but a bunch of numbers. And two one. I have a bow tie. Don't you mess with me. Yeah, I do anything I want. I can carry a bow tie off. You, on the other hand, would look like a bloody fool. <laughs> yeah, touch my penis and it twirls. During the course of this game, all that money is going to be released and transferred to banks. And transfer to the banks of my choice. I you and Chief, dear. 
I only Anything. took this I only took this role because the explanation of my dastardly plot is so excessively long and tedious that I knew I'd get screen time. Yeah. Plus I found out I got to shoot Stan Lee in the chest. And he wouldn't stop going on about the fucking cup. So <laughs> I die, but I get the cup at the end. It's not your cup. It's not your cup, Stanley. <laughs> oh, but listen, I had a cup once made out of the Hulk's face. <laughs> In fact, you can buy almost anything with the Hulk's face on it. And Spider-Man. Did I tell you I invented Spider-Man? <laughs> Captain America came from my head. X-Men came from my penis. My wife was giving me a damn fine blowy, and I went, Oh, X-Men! <laughs> and, uh, it was the only time she ever swallowed. I took that to be a good sign. <laughs> Don't you realize, man? They don't negotiate with terrorists. They join us back to Toronto and I. Still no sign of Jeff Bridges. Meanwhile, the understudies for the entire cast of Die Hard have shown up in the parking lot. <laughs> Bruce Willis is there going. Just let me in. I guess I'm in. We're not going to pay you $3 million. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. This guy was Grand Bush's understudy. Yeah. One of the Johnsons. Robert Davy's understudy is about to turn up. Paul Gleason, of course. Yeah. Just everybody drive towards the giant tit. You can't miss it. It lactates on the hour every hour. We've got a big vat of milk. It's called American Excess and Waste. Could we give all that milk to children? Don't be ridiculous. Wanna feed the poor? No, fucking. I want a giant tit that lactates in the middle of Los Angeles, and I goddamn get one. Ah! Yeah, it's absolutely splendid, and uh, I just want to tell you, I fucked Chad's wife last night. <laughs> That's hilarious, Jeff. I'm not married. I meant your husband. That's more like. That's it. more like it. Wait a minute, what? Peter gave you a blowy? I don't believe it. I, I can't commentate on Tron on Ice anymore. I can't get the image out of my head of my beloved Peter giving you a damn blowjob. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of hot. I like saying it when I close my eyes. <laughs> Actually, I won't be commentating for just a moment. I've got to go into the bathroom. Has anybody got a handkerchief? It's, it's really because I'm crying, honestly. <laughs> He's my favourite actor ever, he is. What, that guy with the podgy guy with the glasses? Yeah. Go, 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 skate. That's a legal move in hockey as well. You're allowed to pick someone up and just dump them over the side. Coke or Sprite. There he is, Jeff Capes, trying to molest <laughs> children. I used to be a wrestler. Now I'm resorted. You're lucky daddy's not 
guys are a light bulb that needs changing. You take that back. Get in the fireman. He's too scared to be a fireman. He's I hate not. my father. <laughs> I'm better than him. <laughs> You deserve our mother. She's a whore and you're a whore too. <laughs> you're just a fat little tit, kid. <laughs> yeah, I say, he sits back down the bloke next thing is, you're, you're a real little cunt, you, aren't you? <laughs> Talking to your sister like that. Uh, the guy from the 1920s in the paperweight yeah. hat. It's it. You're <laughs> a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only ten. Doesn't stop you being a cunt, cunt. Yes. <laughs> Read all about it. This little fat kid's a cunt. I should know I'm the 1920s paper boy. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, it's right in the tit. Thank God we got you plastic surgery. It hasn't hit any vital organs. Just taking his chance down. Just one last time, Marjorie. You're I, still warm. I told you you used to be flat as a pancake. I knew that if we got your plastic surgery on your bosoms, we'd all be okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just raping her. Let me put her back in there. She'll be fine in a minute. It's just ketchup. Love ketchup. You've never squirted love ketchup? Come back, little girl. Let me tell you all about it. I wish you would. She's a fucking whore. She's a fucking whore. And now it's the That's International Royal Zamboni workout. She went to the bathroom. I told you two not to move. Are you enjoying the game where they are polishing the ice? This is the most <laughs> important part of the game. You suck though with your water pistol. If you do not watch the polishing of the ice, you cannot enjoy the, the game. It is the most intrinsic part. That and the bit of... say, Jean-Claude, your child's a cunt. Yes. I told him he's a cunt. I've even printed it on the front of the newspaper, cock. Read all about it. Fat little shit's a cunt. <laughs> I must go and save my daughter. From the penguin. Damn, I hate the penguin. They are fucking <laughs> awful. They cannot fly. They wobble about on their bellies. I want to break penguin's beak. He just knocked into Michael Moore. <laughs> I'm here making a documentary about gum. I want to make a documentary about hockey and how it's really bad for you and how really the government should stop promoting hockey. And yeah, yeah, it keeps you in shape. Look at me, I'm in shape. Yeah, look at me, I'm the, I'm a proud American. It'll listen to me and someone dies. Call the president. Tell him how well, he's, he's uh, what's it? He's out uh, undone his bow tie. Looks like a night now. Looks like a Vegas. Uh, lounge singer. I'm gonna sing you a song. I'm Powers Booth. That's what I do. Sorry, you're not clear. What? Well, the, the owner just called me. I'm Icy, the team mascot. We're here to see. <laughs> I'm going in. I'll show you my vajayjay. Have you seen a penguin with my daughter? I cannot believe that my friend, who is normally the mascot... 
Oh my god, he just put a dot on your head. Yes, you are now Indian. <laughs> special gun he has. Yeah. Makes everything a Bollywood movie. Yeah. All day, every day. Emily! Emily, I want to fuck the lady in the penguin suit. <laughs> what does she look like without <laughs> him? You owe me a Mother's Day card. Imagine if it had gone up. That'd be hilarious. What is this? Daycare center? She saw me off a guy. Then you off her. By off, do you mean wank off? Because you'll have to shoot the vice president. Ah, shut up. He's campaigning. Who are you here with? My daddy. She's not really the bit most look attractive looking of women, is she? In the penguin suit. No, but I would, probably, st- I would probably, still yeah. do it from behind. Yeah, with her keeping the. As long, as long as I wore two condoms. Yeah. So I wouldn't catch anything filthy from her. Yeah, I didn't want to catch ugly. I don't want to have any ugly children with you, dear. <laughs> but I am rather strapped for pousse at the moment, so I'll take what I can get. Yes. Strap for pussy. <laughs> strap for pussy. I'm Powers Booth and I'm strapped for pussy. <laughs> Let's find out who he is. Tonight, Powers Booth is Robert Goulet in the <laughs> Goulet story. That means I can grow my tash back. I'm Powers Booth. I like it in the face. Wasn't supposed to leave her seat. I'm Carla. Joan had to go home sick. But you were with my my daughter. You've shrunk my daughter and made her really <laughs> tiny <laughs> under the hat. <laughs> Is this only I shrunk the kid? Come on. Is this a sapphire? <laughs> Don't move. I do not want to kneel on my daughter. <laughs> I have fought giant penguins before. Do not worry. <laughs> This was actually an outtake from a Werner Herzog documentary about the Antarctic. Maybe that's a good. What the fuck is going on? Here we see a giant penguin and a minuscule Belgian <laughs> fighting in what can only be described as a ludicrous action sequence. Look oh. at that beef. Seagal will be here <laughs> just a minute. I love my favorite part. I like it when... When he leaves all the meat for me, Johnny. <laughs> Men's fight with nature <laughs> is ongoing, <laughs> as demonstrated here by Claude Jean Damvan and the giant penguin. I am Werner Herzog, and I know all about struggling with nature. The French fries symbolize (laughs) the pain we feel when a lion attacks our children. The hot fat and the fan reminds us what it is like to be in a jungle surrounded by exotic and erotic angry animals fucking and killing and killing and fucking.
don't use a meat hammer on him. <laughs> I want to use a meat hammer to pulverize my burger, Johnny. Eat the paprika. I don't like it. <laughs> fucking take it. Take the herb in the face. This you is a great fight. Though. It is a wonderful fight. Mm. Now mm. I will wash you to death. Yeah, you will be washed in the washing machine. Yeah. Clean you up like a plate, you dumb fuck. <laughs> I wipe my hands on you. Yes. And when you die, I will just stick it in for a little bit. <laughs> That's okay, right? I like my penguin meat steamed. <laughs> oh, it was a woman. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad. I was still gonna stick it in even if it was a man. <laughs> it's the last time wish to be fucked by Belgian. Oh yes, we love it. I am the only Belgian action star. I'm the only person from Belgium. People, people are not surprised. By that. <laughs> <laughs> you realize there can never be another Belgian action star. No. Hey, Van Damme's the only one. Yeah. Poirot. <laughs> Poirot. <laughs> I would kick the shit out of the penguin, but I'm too busy eating Miss Lemon's cream buns. <laughs> Hastings, why don't you go fuck up the penguin for me? Well, okay, poor old chap, if you say so. You <laughs> sure? I was rather enjoying licking Miss Lemon's buns as well. We have one each. They have a big bun. <laughs> Hastings, don't that be disgusting? Go fuck up the penguin for me. I am too fat and roly-poly. Yeah. I'm a disillusioned patriot with a year to fulfill my personal ambition. All right, how many of you? Johnny, Secret Service? Uh, oh, by the way, where do you guys... Secret go? Service agents. Killed secrets, you can't do that. Not as a secret, really, is it? Shouldn't know, the, shouldn't know who they are if the Secret Service, so I should say, I don't know which one's a Secret Service. They should all They're have to wear, secret. like... <laughs> They should all have to wear, like, Groucho glasses and noses and moustaches for disguise. <laughs> they all look like Groucho Mark. Yeah, because they're secret. <laughs> I think they're true identity. That's the most stupid thing, isn't it? If uh, Secret Service wear badge saying Secret Service. Who are you with? I can't really say. Secret Service. <laughs> So you're standing behind the president with your finger in the air. Where where are you from exactly? PC World. Bye. Oh, yeah, no, no. You're from the Secret Service. No, there's no such thing. I won't know. I just fix VHS players. <laughs> and uh, Chad's wife told me last night that uh, he can't get it up. There's a VIP in the box, and you don't have clearance. Neither does my daughter. Would you believe that he's, he's like a professional bloke working there? No, he looks Look like... Look at the state of him. <laughs> he, looks <like laughs> he looks like Daniel Stern's drunk cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Daniel Stern? Do yeah, I'm his less successful drunken cousin. Being a fireman allows you to know martial arts. Yes. 
He found a train in America. Headbutt. Oh. Don't, don't get him on my meats, Johnny. Keep him away from the meats. Burn his head on the beef there, Johnny. Leave, leave it alone, Johnny. I gotta eat that later. I got a furious hunger. <laughs> Bombs? No, no, no. Bombs. Right, Bombs. You poor right. I'm Inspector Clouseau of the Soyote. And I will kill you, Daniel Stern's cousin. I don't like any of his movies. Although City Slickers was kind of funny. <laughs> you got a boner. Uh, let's stick a bone in your neck. I bone you. I will call you the bone guard. <laughs> and there's a lot of upset now in the crowd as Jeff Bridges has just sent me this message saying he won't make it for the Tron on Ice spectacular we've been absorbing the last 45 minutes. But we have just got notice that John Travolta says he might show up and uh, do some puppetry. But, uh, <laughs> With his cock. <laughs> this is yet unconfirmed. None of these phones work. <laughs> My life. <laughs> Sacre bleu. What will I do? <laughs> How will I now call in? There's a radio calling program going on right now, and I know I, the answer. I'll turn to ring up Dave Station. I could win. I could win dinner with Angela Lansbury, and all the phones are down. I love musical theater. That is why I brought my children to Tron on Ice. Oh, I never got to have sexy with her. I tried so Put hard. Put the finger in. Sexy. Now I have sexy with you. Oh, 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 there we go. I just needed that. Just three pumps and then I'll let you die with peace and dignity. I'm a three-pump jump. <laughs> I'll let you die with peace, dignity, and my cum on your skirt. That is the Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> Seal of approval. I let you die with peace, dignity, and come on your skirt. <laughs> then I save the puppies. La 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 la. Sergeant Kurt. Apocalypse. Is this an Apocalypse Now remake? It is. It's Apocalypse Now meets Die Hard meets uh, Encounters at the End of the World. Mm. And then a with all the penguins. And I would just like to announce to the entire stadium that uh, Chad has a wart on his ass that looks a bit like... <laughs> uh, who would it look like? It looks a bit like Huey Lewis. <laughs> and the news. <laughs> yes, four little warts that look like the news and one big one that looks like Huey Lewis. Look, one of them told me they're going to bring this whole building down. What are you guys going to do about it? Nothing to do with it. You have built an entire building like a tit, and now someone is going to blow it up. Who wants to explode a tit? Only in America would you be so stupid. 
In Belgium, we don't blow up tits. We lick them or stick our cocks between them. What is wrong with you people wanting to blow the tits up all the time? I wish I'd never come to this country. <laughs> I wish I'd stayed in Belgium. I was the only one there. <laughs> I'm a tadger between some milky boobies. It is me and Poirot. <laughs> Just me and Poirot double teaming Miss Lemo. It was a dream. Come over here, I fireman, all of a sudden. Girl dies. Then I security I'm, guard. Now I'm a light bulb changer. And now I just live in a giant teat. And even my children do not respect me. My little fat child, he's a real cunt already. <laughs> I don't know so what to do. He sprays me in the face with water pistols. <laughs> All the time. They turn this whole place into one. Do you understand? We have a couple of bomb squads, but they don't do us any good out there. I don't know. They don't do us any good out there. Where were you from? I'm from <laughs> Belgium. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Can Why? we get Bruce Willis in there? <laughs> can, we, can we get an American action hero? Watching them operate doesn't give one much hope, does it? He looks a bit like the Penn and Teller guy. <laughs> Not the short one. Uh, that kitchen, one with a clean geometrical line of fire to every square inch of the room, and everybody and everything going in that elevator should have been searched. Easy role for this guy, though, isn't it? The uh, vice president guy. He just yeah. sits there. Yeah, sweats a little bit. Yeah. I like Fabio in the background. Yeah. Sexy. <laughs> sex. Sex wee. You make me do a sex wee. <laughs> Look at me, I draw I draw a funny picture. And now I'm going to fax it to the radio station and maybe I will still win Angela Lansbury dinner. I love Angela Lansbury. I wish she'd punish my bed and open my bruise. <laughs> <laughs> I said to her, I said, Angela, put put my bed knob next to your broomstick and we will have beautiful music. What was that song she used to sing for um, Beauty and the Beast? I forget what it was. Chickens is all this time. <laughs> I knew you'd have kids, so I knew you'd know. Jean Claude and Polishing his bed off with my drippy lips. <laughs> coming out of the Oscar stage singing to Jean-Claude Van Damme who's weeping uncontrollably in the third row <laughs> tiny little Belgian <laughs> how I love you so oh that would be incredible yeah that should happen next year yeah. <laughs> I want to lick your balls. Let me lick your balls. <laughs> Put them in my mouth. <laughs> Put your finger in my twat. Uh, and for the halftime show, Angela Lasprey. <laughs> 
So and Claude Van Damme is like. award for best original <laughs> song, Angela Lansbury. Teabag me, Van Damme. Teabag me, Van Damme. Teabag me, Van Damme. I am coming, Angela, my elderly love. <laughs> Come and I will find you. <laughs> Fuck you to death. That's murder she wrote. Write this kind of murder. Ass murder. <laughs> I will murder your ass while you write about it. I smash it back, Dozy. <laughs> He's done another thing with a stick and a ball. There's no balls here, Chad. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> It's called a puck. What did you say? It's called a puck. You're called a puck, you prick. <laughs> Don't start that again, Jeff. Puck off. I don't give a puck. I once played puck in a Midsummer Night's Dream when I was in high school. I love you, Excuse me, can I borrow your cap? I wish to go pee pee in it. <laughs> Who does that bald guy look like? <coughs> I keep trying to think. He does look like someone, doesn't he? Yeah, just a bit. Robert Goulet. I'm here at the hockey. Smoking. I'm gonna shoot you, Vice President, in the face. Then I'm going to finish on Lansbury's chest. Who's the bull guy look like? I can't think. We're getting it five minutes. So what do you think is Van Damme's best movie? Van Damme's best movie? I'll always go with Hard Target. Yeah? I think my favourite's probably The Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that. I, li <laughs> I like the way that it's a combination of The Happy Clown Show and Bloodsport. Yeah. More in it. And it's got Roger Moore in it. And I tell you what, there isn't a unpregnant woman in the place. Oh my oh. god. They're keeping bodies on the ice. Dancing <clears throat> with the ice. Look at it, they've all been iced. Even Stan Lee. Nice to meet you. Oh my no God, we, we've lost a great American hero. We'll have to change the name of the cup now. I knew it was my cup. Shut up. He's <laughs> <laughs> alive, prick. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to put something to you, sir, because I was talking to Robert about it in Baltimore when I was there at the weekend. Yep. 
You know how we really want to do like a movie, and you know mm -hmm. how we really want to do a documentary and all these other things we really want to do, but at the moment mm -hmm. we don't have like the money or the the rights or a script or anything like that. Yeah. And you know how like we do impressions. Yeah. Well, Robert had this amazing idea. Yeah. What if between us we wrote a a radio script? So it was like an action movie, but an old radio play. Yeah. And we do the majority of the parts, and we get a few, like, we get, like, a couple of women to do some other bits and whatever and, and things like that. But we do all the parts, we do all the impressions, and then we can essentially write our own movie starring a cast of, like, Schwarzenegger and Stallone and Statham and Roger Moore and whoever we want. That's a good idea. I like that idea. If people listening to this commentary right now would like to hear a 90-minute Doctor Action show that was a, a movie voiced, scripted, and everything by us, and maybe some special guests, because I'm thinking of maybe asking some of our uh, famous friends to be involved and seeing if they would do it. Yeah. Uh, do, do you, do you, do you want to hear that, listeners? If you want to hear us do an action movie radio show, just a one-off, let me know and I'll get writing. That is a good idea. Doesn't that, isn't that an exciting idea? Doesn't that sound good? Yeah, it does sound right. Did Robert Long come up with that idea? Robert Long said, I don't know why you don't just do a, a like a, a radio, an old-timey radio show, but have that Michael Caine could be in the show. And he could be talking to bloody Christopher Walker. And then Christopher Walker could come up. And I think it's a great idea. I thought about it the whole weekend, and I thought we could get Statham, Stallone, Everybody, it would be one hell of a movie, and I just think it'd be a really good idea. That'd be a good idea, very good idea. And we could record it over over Skype, and we could write it ourselves, and come up with jokes and things like that. And uh, we could have cigar. I mean, it could be like our Expendables, you know what I mean? And we would star yeah. in it as ourselves, but then we would also have all these cast of characters around us. And I've got a couple of like ideas of of people that I could ask to do one or two lines. That would be like cool celebrity cameos almost. Excellent. Who's the, who's the uh, celebrity cameos you're thinking of? Well, oh, no, right I, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't want to give that away just in case it doesn't happen. Yeah. But I think I could probably get a couple of people. And also, the, the, the guys in Baltimore, the actors and actresses I know in Baltimore would, would happily do it. Like Liana and George and stuff would happily do a few lines and things. That'd be a, that's a great idea. Right? We could do that for Christmas. Don't try this at We could if I get it written in a in a month. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll I'll, uh, I'll do some lines. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Come up with a. You're um, really good. Well, I said to Robert, I said you're always coming up with plots. You're always like emailing me plot ideas or. Well, we used to, right? You used to like DM me like on Twitter with um, with like plot ideas and, and things. Yeah, so. but that was for porn parodies. No, I know that was for like <laughs> uh, uh, when we wanted to set up a entirely midget porn studio. Remember <laughs> when we wanted to do? Uh... Listen, that idea has still got weight, <laughs> just not height. Plenty no, of weight, no. just no height to it. Yeah, got little fat midgets. Yeah, little fatty midgets going boom, boom, bang, bang. Got the ball, ball, bang, bang. Yeah. Maybe I can use this phone now. It's maybe I could strap this into my wife's vibrator and really make her go boom. Yeah. <laughs>
It's Lloyd Kaufman. Oh, no, it's not Lloyd Kaufman, it's Harley Weinstein, isn't it? What are you doing? You're playing Space Invaders on the computer. What are we paying you for? Solitaire? <laughs> Minecraft? What the fuck are you doing? Actually, I was just fucking a princess. I'm playing Wizards of Warcraft. I'm a buxom young, scantily clad filly. I like the guy with the moustache at the end, the final. <laughs> <laughs> he should be an action star in his own right. Bring the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> I want to win Angela Lansbury. Oh, you want to win a, a, a dinner with? No, I want to win Angela Lansbury. She bears small. She live in my top pocket. She sing a song about me. <laughs> you heard it. It goes on like this. Licky John Claude's eyes. Fingers on my taint. My face is so red. <laughs> it looks like Santa's been sitting on it. I to keep down. Chimney. And came on my shop. What's this at the bottom of the chimney? It's safe as come. And he took a shit on my chest. <laughs> and Santa was played by me, Brian Blessed. <laughs> Dive! We should have a plot where uh, Santa's been kidnapped, who's been uh, who's played by Brian Blessed, and the action stars of the world have to team up to get him back. <laughs> Oh, you want to do one specifically for Christmas? No, 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 because if it's... Uh, we can't get it done for Christmas, we'll... Brian Blessed can be the Easter Bunny. OK. <laughs> I could hop about with the best of them! <laughs> hop, hop, hop! Who wants to live forever? <laughs> it still works. <laughs> I was pushing up my bumper. That, that's his... That's his... Uh, <laughs> That's what he used when he was a fireman, just one of those. Do, 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 I saw in an ATIM show once when I was a kid in Belgium that they make her a thing that fire cabbages at bad guys. So I'm going to make a thing that fires peanuts at bad guys. It is like cabbages, but much, much smaller. Do, do, do. Jean-Claude Van Damme is Hannibal Smith in the all-Belgian A-team. It's it says, awesome, but it's only got one shot, so you <laughs> use it well. It's just, it's just Jean-Claude Van Damme and Poirot in the all-Belgian A-team. Yeah. I play all the parts, and Poirot, he played the villain. Yeah, he played B.A. <laughs> <laughs> Which Poirot there, Albert Finney or John Suchet? Um... What about Ustinov? Ustinov, well, fuck him. <laughs> Suche, then. Because you can't have Ustinov. Ustinov, like, uh, he looks too normal. No, you got to have Suche, he had the best hash. Suche, yeah, but Finney was the weirdest. 
Yeah, but I grew up with sushi. Not the TV programme, I actually grew up with sushi. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with sushi, isn't it like a French dessert? Yes. Yeah. Delicious. It's delicious. When I was doing restaurant critiquing, dear boy, I would go in and say, I would like some lashings of sushi, please. And then some rape. No detonator, no kaboom. Everybody's an expert. Is he the oldest fucking... Oh, my God, it actually worked. The trouble is it also fired another pellet right into my armpit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in so much pain right now, I cannot say. It really hurts. Do you believe me a bit explosive? Afraid not. You're McCord, I'm Hallmark. Have any idea? I didn't kill you. That's for doing your job half-assed and putting my daughter's life in danger. That is for doing your job half-assed. How'd you happen to come down here? I saw these two. I would like to see you do a job with your full ass. If you know what I mean. A dirty job. A dirty bum-bum job. You got a great ass. You've got a great ass. Look, I've drawn this little picture of a spaceship. I want the captain's chair up the top here, and then you can sit at the back, and I will say, Mr. Hallmark, where are we? And you will have to tell me from the map, don't you know, that we have on the spaceship. My son is here, too. I want my son to play Chekhov in my Star Trek recreation. Do you like Star Trek the next generation? I will be playing Captain Jean-Luc Van Damme. <laughs> and Gage. <laughs> and Hesh, did you say? And Gage. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Hesh. Hesh. Bring me and Hesh. See, and Hesh. You really say asshole no, in Psycho no. Remake. Wait a minute. I said a hedge, not an hash. <laughs> you brought me an hedge. What am I meant to do now? I am trying to do my landscaping for my garden, and you bring me an hash. Fine. Sticker in pot in the back of garden. I've had enough. I will have a little lesbian rockery back there. Get me Porsche de Rossi and Ellen... I will have a little lesbian enclave in the back of my garden. Get me Rosie O'Donnell. I wish to see lesbianic activity. I like wine. Wine, wine, wine. Drinking wine and singing songs. I want to lick my detonator. Lick it, lick it, lick it. Wine, wine, wine. Hello. <laughs> singing I down the to wine. Singing down the phone. Go fuck yourself. Wrong number. I like dancing. Did you see the way I span round them? <laughs> I think this whole movie is because Paris Booth used to do Tron on Ice, and they like fired him, and now he's all upset and he wants to blow it up. Is that the truth? That's the truth, yeah. Mm, yeah, he used to be one of the Disney performers. I used to play Robert Goulet on ice. 
there's a there's a Twitter Twitter page called Anne Hesh's Butthole. I know from the uh, Hollywood Babylon thing. <laughs> Is that where he's from? Oh yeah, you didn't know that. What? Oh, Hollywood Babylon, the Kevin Smith show. They did a whole thing on Anne Hesh's Butthole. <laughs> they had a song and everything. They went Anne Hesh's Butthole. Why don't you come inside or something? <laughs> oh, come on inside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2011. He's really in with the bad guys. Of course he is. It is the 90s, dear boy. It is the 90s. He's a double agent. It means he has two penises. Yes. I always wanted to do a musical with you. But I can't sing. I don't care. You can just stand there and I'll sing at you. I'll serenade you. Tyler? Yeah? Pretty exciting game. Yes, you can't. <laughs> Everybody is telling me. It's all around the stadium. Apparently you're a little shit. Uh, how are you enjoying sitting next to 1920s newsboy? Read all about it. This little kid's a cunt. I'm going to sit back down again now. He's got your hat on. He is. It's Ned Beatty. I'm going to stay here. I liked uh, your pictures with Matthew Vaughan. Yeah. Uh, you could just tell that you two were the only English ones there because you had both the fucking caps on. Yeah, because we were both fucking studly and gorgeous, awesome. And uh, all the rest of them were like, no. I can't wear a cap. I, I, I've started watching it. I didn't see it all there. I've got to watch the rest of it. Well, the video, yeah, it's a bit difficult yeah. to hear all the stuff. But... With the Secret Service. Okay, here he is. You're from, you, you're from England? You aren't over here visiting? No, no, I live, I live here, yeah. I'm going to just talk to you then, because you're English. Yeah. No, he said I can see why. Mm, well, yeah, I did say that. He really likes it over here. Well, New York's amazing. Amazing. There's that great character in uh, Without a Clue. I used to quote it all the time with my friend Jim, but... Um, he's the old English dude with the big moustache who was also in Howard's Way. Mm. But he's in without a clue. And every time he sees him, he just goes, Amazing! <laughs> the way he says it is incredible. He's, you must find it, Mr. Holmes, you must! <laughs> and then he goes, Amazing! It just looks like he's about to shit himself. When are you seeing John Wick? I was going to see it this week, but I don't know if I'm going to have time. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I'm going to settle down, down, down. I went to a zombie festival. I only went for the last part of a film on Saturday night. Yeah, what, what, what film was that in? Uh, just saw the last half hour of a film called Theatre of Blood. Theatre of Blood with Vincent Price? No, theater of, it must be Theatre of Death then. Theater. Oh, with uh, Prince and Vice. No. Oh. No. Different one. It with with King Cole. With Prince and Vanity. No. Oh. No. Oh, with uh, Reginald Vell Johnson and no, uh, Dennis it, you know. Franz. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck's sake. What's it? I can't remember what it's called. We're very good. <laughs> oh. I, I like a flaming yarn. I can't. <laughs> I can't believe you got to set fire to them. I normally just tase those guys. Yeah, 
is cooking now, Johnny. Yeah. I never got to set fire to them, you lucky little Belgian bastard. <laughs> I just get to taste them and then throw them against the hood of a cop car. It's pretty brutal, he just sets fire to a guy. Yeah. And now he becomes a toxic Avenger. Yeah. Ooh. Becomes a trauma movie. Fuck you, Toxie. All Trunks is out on Blu-ray next week in I England. Do not want Lloyd Kaufman fucking with my movie. I'll leave that little old tit alone. <laughs> Don't mind us, I'm just down here in the red light cuddling my friend. I'm it in is, the red light the street. It is legal in Los Angeles, they tell me these things. While you're down there, Pally, put it in your mouth. Thank you for the blowjob. <laughs> Give me a blowy. Blowy, blowy. Blow the wind down. Blow the wind down. <laughs> Give me the power to blow the man down. When's Expendables 3 out there on Blue? It's coming out on Tuesday. Oh, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Did you see uh, Owen's review of it? No, is it different? A lot different. Nah, not really. A little bit of extra Statham stuff in the in the final fight, which I'll be looking forward to seeing. What did What did he think about it? Yeah, he agreed with me. He was like, "Fuck the the expender babies." Yeah. They had no time for them. We just don't seem to understand. Like we said a million times, not one single fan ever said. I'd like to see Ellen Klutz in a movie. You know, no one ever said that <laughs> in a million fucking years. It just was never said. You know what I mean? No, we never said it. Whereas we all sat around and said, fuck it, we'd even like fucking Speakman or Hulk Hogan even. I mean, anyone would have been better than fucking Ellen Klutz and Victor Ortiz and shit. Yeah, get Powers Booth in as bad guy. Anyone. Especially that fucking Glenn Dolphin fucker Powell. So you've got that on Monday. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy on Monday. I don't know when that comes out. Oh, I did just buy, even though I already own the unrated director's cut, I did just buy, uh, there was a box set going cheap in Best Buy and I got Robocop 1, 2 and 3 on cheap because I wanted to to own it. Yes. Um, And X-Men Days of Future Past went on sale as well, so I picked that up. Yeah, they, they knocked $10 off it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, they took it down to like 14 bucks. I've got that. I meant to say I watched that as well. So I picked that up on Blue. Because yeah. I wasn't going to pick it up full price, A, because I don't have a lot of money, but also because I wasn't as huge a fan of the movie. But I do love the franchise, so I wanted to own it all. I mean, I even own Wolverine Origins. So. Yeah, I've got. I've watched that again. I watched that again recently. In fact, I think I own them all on Blu ray. Yeah, I do love the X Men. Yeah, I do. I own them all on Blu-ray because I have the X-Men trilogy box set and then I have... I definitely have First Class and Days of Future Past and then... uh, The Wolverine Wolverine last year was fucking awesome. Yeah, I have the Wolverine. Yeah, I have all the X-Men ones on Blu-ray. Sure you are. I'm the scariest person you've ever seen. You're the meanest. First Class directed by my new friend, Matthew Vaughan, who, by the way, I did slip my business card to and said... You know, get in contact and we'll do a phone interview. Oh, awesome. 
Because I, I said to him, I said, oh, if you want to do an interview, we can play. And he said, oh, I won't be doing any press over here. It'll all be from England. I said, well, I can do it via Skype. And he can't, his like, face lit up and went, oh, oh, I see. I said, yeah, it's an audio show. He was like, oh, okay, cool. And then he went off. He's like, then yeah. Dexter, come here. Carry my bags. <laughs> Not my ball bag. Dexter, Not again. put your hand away. We're in the third period of this dramatic game. Bitch, you stabbed my hand. <laughs> That takes three showers to come off. I remember when I went to a gay club and I got stamped as I went in. My face is so red because I spent most of my time with my fist up this guy's ass. <laughs> I left him red-faced. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean, then you know what I mean. If I do it to do, I leave you nice and clean. They're trying to play Tron on ice, and they keep playing hockey instead. There's been no musical numbers. They've scored several goals. This is one of the most uneventful theatrical events I've ever seen. Yeah. He's falling asleep on the pitch. He has. He's falling asleep. He doesn't know what he's doing. He said, can he go off and take a piss? I like guy in the background. Look out, it's mustachioed guys in suits. Look at my mustache. Listen, I've slipped Look my it. hair down on purpose. My mustache is important. I Better brought my... Yeah, I brought my grandfather with me. <laughs> His name is Boyd Reynolds. Boyd Reynolds, Tom Selleck. Have you seen Magnum P.I.? Have you seen Malone? <laughs> I have it's not seen Boyd Reynolds. I'm not far away. I'm diffusing your bim. <laughs> My bum? No, your bum. Scared him. You thought I detonated it, but really just a fat lady fell down the stairs. It makes the same noise as a bomb. Switch this one up. Now I got two more fire lamps to check. I like his shirt. Well, I want his shirt. Yeah. I want to open a shop where I only sell shirts like that. And I will call it the shirt shop. And some enterprising person will remove the R from the front of my shop. <laughs> so that it says shit shop. And I won't have the money to replace the R. So it will stay saying shit shop. And then I'll get closed down by the police. Because they'll say I am operating in an obscene publication... I have seen the future. And the future is a huge fat guy. Shit shop. Shit shop. Oh. This reminds me of Lethal Weapon 3. Yes. Yes. Very good film. It is one of the very few on ice movies. Along with this and Mighty Dax. Which I'm won the one. Oscar in 1986 for Best Duck. <laughs> yeah, Best Duck film starring the wonderful. Of course, Howard the Duck won Best Space Duck. Yeah, 
And Mighty Ducks, just one best regular duck. Yes, Mighty Ducks, directed by David Lean. Directed by David Lean Duck. Straight after, of course, the director briefing council said, yes, I'd like to do a film about children playing ice hockey. And Howard the Duck, directed by Donald Duck Dunn, <laughs> the bass player from the Blues Brothers, and uh, Booker T and the MGs, who were also ducks. This man's a duck. I'm, I'm so obsessed with waterfowl that I feel like I need to go and have a jolly good duck in the bathroom. You see my penis there. You see the bulge in my panties. Look at that, it's John Claude Van Damme on the ice. Whoever He's saw such a thing. nobody. He's living out his dream of being a goalie for the NHL. <laughs> you ask for miracles, I give you the NHL. <laughs> It'll take you all the way to the NHL. You're nothing but a cheap rube. <laughs> takes you all the way to the NHS. I once ate a hockey player with a nice Chianti. And by eating, I mean his ass. I like Alan Rickman's doing that bit for the, uh, what's it? You ask for miracles, I give you the NHS. <laughs> they only have wait times of five hours. I shit myself. <laughs> went into the NHS, the A&E, they cut my pants off, cleaned my bottom, <laughs> and uh, it's just wonderful. I didn't even have to pay for it. You ask for miracles, I give you the NHS. Ass. What he actually says, of course, is you ask for miracles, I give you the FBI. Oh shit, I'm not a very good goalie. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. Just the band with the mustache shouted at me. He shouted, he shouted, I'm so scared. Yeah, they dropped it earlier that he was uh, used to be a goalkeeper. He's not a very good one, though. Oh, shit. I can do the splits, though. Can you ice skate? I can, yes. I'm actually going ice skating tomorrow. Oh, I've never once ice skated. I'm pretty good at it, actually. I can do all this. What, goalie? Goal <laughs> it would be hilarious if in that pose he just took an enormous shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's brown on the ice. <laughs> it's brown ice. Nice. Yes. Ice. I caught it. Was I meant to do that? <laughs> Hampock. 
Was I meant to let it go in the basket? Of course, it's the save of the year. Of course, it is. <laughs> I'm not even the right man. Don't crush me on the ice, I want. He's not even looking. He's right to see. He's that old boy. He's not even looking. It, it, cuts to, it cuts to what he's actually looking at, and there's a woman with a really low-cut top about three <laughs> rows down. <laughs> she just turned around, she's bouncing up and down. He's like... <gasps> Tits. I don't like a pair of tats. And the man with the moustache has just had an anal prolapse. Did you see that, cunt? That was your dad. I'm not Mr. Moustache. It's a very kept well moustache, that is. Son of a bitch. I'm able to tell that's Jean-Claude Van Damme. For a start, he's only three foot eight. Get me over there. <laughs> it looks like Warwick Davis. <laughs> I'm Warwick Davis. Oh, that's ruined his T-shirt. That was brand new. You not to stand in the way of the gun, you idiot coachman. <laughs> I don't understand by something rules, do you? I don't need to. <laughs> you don't watch it. No, I do watch it. Do you watch it? Yeah. I like the Maple Leafs. Was that a team? Yeah, a Toronto team. <laughs> <laughs> you could have told me that you supported the Willie Van Maulers. <laughs> and I'd, have, I'd, have been, I'd have been like, yeah, that's good team. I that. support the Warwick Davis Athletic, <laughs> number five. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> Midgets on ice. Shut <laughs> up, I just like it. I know what I like. <laughs> what the little people slipping and sliding about. I like to see little people on ice. That's what I like to do. Little people and then one enormously tall person. Just one. Just one. And then when the little people stand down by his ankles, he looks a bit like an erect cock. <laughs> In fact, for the finale, they put two pink balloons on their head, and he wears a giant bell end. It's actually a mushroom hat we adapted specially for the occasion. You like a mushroom hat? He used to be a mascot at a mushroom-only restaurant. I cannot believe this. They all have slick back hair. I don't have slick back here. I that, look out the place. That is how that I know that they are the bad guys. They have Just shoot him. Used brill cream. He's an ugly fucker, isn't he? This guy. <laughs> look at him. He was never going to make it in the model. He looks world. like Daddy Elfman's cancerous twin. <laughs> <laughs> don't hit me on Daddy Elfman's cancer-ridden twin. I took too much heroin and I got cancer and AIDS. 
I got the ancient thing for my hair. And I'm Daddy Elson's cousin. I like to gingerly finger my switches, bitches. <laughs> there is some good action in this movie, though, isn't Dude, there? But it's got some great action. The only problem with this film is it's about 20 minutes too long. Yeah, it really is. So in fact, the last 20 minutes. No, the last 20 minutes is, you know, this action is great, and you just needed to cut out the shit at the start. And him, you know, walking around with these bloody kids around the ground. Nailed it. I got it. Where's Stanley when you need him? I'm outside. <laughs> In the freezer. Make sure you keep my cup nice and clean. Don't chisel it like you did last year. While I'm current hitting on this game, I am currently keep cupping Chaz's balls. <laughs> you bastard. Stop them. I must stop them from scoring the last goal. What if I distract them with my pee-pee? That kid's got no enthusiasm about it at all, has he? He couldn't no. give two bucks. He'd rather be down the brothel with his stepdad. He said, Sudden death. Oh, I'll get it now. My fingers are still glazed with Chad's love milk, and they've got <laughs> scored another goal. That means extra fucking time <laughs> for me and Chad. That means I've got to do his behind as well. That's the deal we have. I jerk him off under the desk, and if it goes into sudden death, by God, I have to start round the back. Look at Ashton Kutcher there. <laughs> Smiling like a twat. I've got a t-shirt with that on it. What? Life's a shit box of... Iron is, yeah. Yeah. I've just got a t-shirt with Powers Booth's face on it. And it just says I've got power. Yeah. yeah but you have to go into a booth first. Yeah. I, I, you can only wear it in a booth. Do you want to know the definition of irony? Go on, then. This was a woman on the subway the other day. She had two badges, or pins, as they say in America, on her backpack. Yeah. She had lots of badges and pins on her backpack, but two in particular were the definition of irony. One says, pro-life, pro-God, pro-gun, American. Right? Yeah. And the other one says... Nothing in the world more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. <laughs> I thought that was the definition of irony. Yeah. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't understand that out there, keep trying. <laughs> I don't understand. Why is that ironic? That just sounds like a true patriot. <laughs> God bless her. 
God bless the United Guns of America. Oh, he's going to climb up the uh, stickle brick building. Yeah. They look like stickle bricks. Does look like stickle bricks. Do you remember stickle bricks? I do remember stickle bricks. They were like the shitty Lego. Yeah. <laughs> it was crap. It was crap, wasn't it? It was like there sticking was... sea and enemies together. It, it was, you could make a good gun, but it broke. <laughs> well, everything broke. It was stickle bricks. <laughs> what were they? They just, they just kind of were like little, like they looked like I don't know, like mini wheats, like cereal, but they were they were huge. They were like they were like Lego for knobheads. <laughs> but they were kind of square, is what I mean, like a ravioli kind of thing. Only they had like knobbly bits on the outside that you could they slotted together yeah it was crap yeah, it, it was really, really crap because <laughs> they were kind of flat so you couldn't it wasn't like you could it wasn't like they were bricks they were just it was like Rain Man Lego <laughs> it was like yeah it was like just shit toys yeah I never really I don't think I think I, I, I wasn't really a Lego kid either though to be honest did you have Meccano no, I weren't that brainy. No. I, it was so funny. After I had Lego a couple of years, my parents thought they'd try me on Meccano, and I was so disappointed. I was like, Meccano, shit, I have to use a spanner and stuff. Yeah. You can build a train. I don't want to build a train. <laughs> I, want to build, I want to build a hospital. I want to build a sex toy. <laughs> you can do that with Meccano. <laughs> you can do a mechanical sex toy with Meccano. One that has a lever and a pulley system. And yeah, they can make a sex toy that's clockwork. <laughs> you can make one with a pump action. The piano player's got a particularly difficult part in this music, hasn't he? Yeah, especially on top of that building. Bum. <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. Always fucked. Donald, the piano player with the uh, San Diego concert orchestra. And he knows how to play three notes. Yeah, but those three notes are magnificent. <laughs> he plays three notes better than anybody. Said, you want those three notes playing, you get Donald. Then. Said Rupert Christensen, the twatty critic. I like a night at the opera. Well, the way he plays the three notes reminds me of Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times or Jacques Tati's Malonk. I have made the top of the tit up and wide. It is my magical Belgian ways. I will now put in a Tit enhancement. Yes. Which is this guy. We are fighting on the nipple in the areola of the giant tit. Oh, wrap your legs around me, Pierre. I love it. I love your silky love purse. Put it on my mouth. Put it on my mouth. I shit myself. You have shit yourself, and you're just I, watching it. Yeah. I heard that. 
Yeah. You can smell it through Skype. I can. It's a runny one, folks. Yeah, it's a runny one. Yeah, it's I've a... completely soiled myself. I've eaten way too much cauliflower to, for any of this <laughs> to make any sense at all. That is bloody high, isn't it? Yeah. Don't fancy being the cameraman lifting up. He's on what's it? Just got him on a piece of spongy rope, lifting yeah. him up with a camera roller. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're bloody good at hanging on to things. Yeah. I'd never be that good at hanging on to things. No, you only have to tickle me. Do that if I just start kicking the hands. Just stick a feather duster under my armpit. Yeah, I'd piss myself and then I'd fall. There's piss coming down onto the ice. Don't eat the yellow ice, Johnny. God, and again a guy falls onto the rink. That's a pretty good stunt. Yeah. Oh my god, it is Tarzan. I hit my bollocks. I don't think that the scoreboard would erupt in that much. Fireworks. No, not uh, well. It was the nineties. And then remain on. <coughs> no. Well, it's gone off now. I have a jar of Reginald Bell Johnson semen. I will unleash it onto all of you. It is my baptism of come. Do 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 do. Bam bam it's the only way to get into the box unless you are very rich. If you are poor, this is how we have to get in. Yeah. Don't let the rich take over the box. The cheapest way to get a ticket. Is that your father up there, cunt? You know what? I know you think your daughter's a bit of a cunt, but your son's a bit of a cunt, but your daughter's a bit of one too. Yeah, she's just sitting there, not doing a bloody thing. Bloody thing, bloody cunt. <laughs> <laughs> she could have got, Look at that kid's. What? I reckon that kid's probably dead. He's just not moving at all. He's just a fucking fat lump. Yeah. Wait, well, yeah. don't move. Don't worry, Dad, I can't. Mummy told me not to move. Mummy told me I've gained weight. Daddy's new... Mummy's new husband told me not to tell you anything. Daddy, you're back. No, I'm not back for you. I'm I don't love you anymore. <laughs> I want a divorce. I you want to kiss the vice president. Mr. Vice President, I'm from Canada. Fuck. You mean we couldn't get an American in here to save the Vice President of the United States of America? Yeah, don't move from your seat. All right, all right. Look at the mullets in this crowd. Yeah. It's ice hockey, so it's all—it's an all-mullet crowd tonight. Yes. 
Now Booth has the power. How many did you find, fireman? That one. <laughs> find the one behind the the, the, the toilet. The toilet, well, the, the swimming pool that they have. <laughs> that is all sewage, yeah. and that's real as well. That's that's got piss and shit and everything. Yeah. There was uh, seventy-five extras had to be uh, treated for dysentery, berry berry, swamp fever, and and also warts from having shit in the mouth. Now, what seems to be the problem? I've got shit in my mouth. Oh, you'll want the cream then, dear boy. <laughs> Warty wart cream for you. Yes, naughty wart cream. You <laughs> naughty <eating> shit. <laughs> You've got you like naughty warts. Oh, you little fat shit. Why did you not <laughs> run outside? I didn't move, Dad. I didn't move. No, because you can't. Because you're a fatty, fatty little fat cunt with a stupid Beatles haircut. I will be taking you home tonight, having you shaved, and then enlisted into the Belgian military, which is me, Poirot, and now you. <laughs> and we will defend Belgium from chocolate thieves. Absolutely <laughs> no one. <laughs> no one has ever cared about Belgium. <laughs> Least of all. Hello, I'm Powers Booth. I'm here to cut your hair and light up your life. <laughs> oh, fabulous. Oh, fabulous. Look at my little ginger tash. Nobody ever suspects a ginger man. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes us either. <laughs> Unhand him, ginger man. <laughs> And my daughter. Listen, your daughter's a bit of a cunt. I know, but she's my cunt. <laughs> I'm Powers Booth, and I've got a nice man with a pink flowery shirt. I love how the wig stays on. Yeah. That's because right. that's his real hair. That's his real hair. The dark hair. Lars von Trier loves this movie. Because yeah. he sees the knickers of a small girl and while she's in jeopardy. And that makes him hard because he's Lars von Trier. Yeah. He's like, it is so daring what you have done with this movie, Peter Hyams. If only you had had some real sex at the end where Powers Booth and Van Damme really put todgers up each other's bottoms. Yes. Then it would be the greatest art movie ever made. 
That is written for. I want Sheila Booth to jizz everywhere. And then you will have him. I'm not going to kill you. I'd rather you spent the rest of your life remembering you couldn't save your little girl. I'm not going to kill you. I've got to crimp your hair, you sassy little Belgian. That was all for nothing, young Claude. Jean-Claude has one more trick up his sleeve. Well, actually, in his pants. Yeah, that's it. Boom, boom, de boom, boom, de boom, boom, de boom, de boom, de boom. You want to just get a sniper up there? He's been saved by Julio Iglesias. Yeah. Wouldn't you just let him go? Yeah. I mean, you have his daughter. You have your daughter back now. I don't even know why you bother to do this. Yeah. Oh no! You're gonna ruin all of my hair. laugh if the helicopter went down there and then sliced his daughter in eight different seasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great shot though, isn't it? It is. It's amazing, even though it's probably just, you know, Meccano. No, the effects in this are really good. Yeah. I could have given you a half-price haircut. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feel sorry for the booth as he's going there. Look how pretty I look. Yeah, just takes her head clean off yeah. as it comes down. Her neck is just like a geyser of blood as Van Damme looks down there. It's pissing all over the place. No, oh, I've killed my daughter. Longest death sequence in any yeah. action movie. I mean, Paris Booth is screaming for like hours. Yeah. Oh! It says at the start, six hours till Paris Booth dies. Yeah. It's like, has it hit the ice yet? No. Oh! <laughs> Keep going, Paris. Now they're going to have to have that completely rebuilt. Yeah. At the end in the bill at the end. Could have just shot him you while he went up on the ladder. Absolutely. Bought this stadium. You Belgian twat. He <laughs> could have just shot him while he was on the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, you had to bring down a helicopter into our stadium. You should have seen my dad. My dad. Go fuck yourself. My daddy calls I'm going to go home. Fuck your ex-wife. <laughs> My daddy caused thousands of dollars of damage. He's been sued. <laughs> yeah, by the city of Los Angeles. Well, there we go, sir. And people can't say we didn't talk about the fucking movie, because all we did was talk about the movie. Yeah. So that one's for you, filmmaker Philip, or whatever your name is. Probably isn't really even Phil. Your probably real name is Ted or something. Yeah. Or, or Bernard. And... And you were just like, well, filmmaker Bernard doesn't sound very good. I don't even know if it was filmmaker Phil. I better look it up while <laughs> insulting him. I'm not insulting him. I love all our listeners. 
Eyes of all our listeners. And I, uh, we are doing... Um, does Google have a new Google thing just fucking every day now? Well, I mean, this one's Karita Kent's 96. But who the fuck is Karita Kent? And why would she have a fucking uh, uh, Google thing? I mean, Jesus fuck. I mean, just uh, is there someone in, like, the design company at Google who's just fucking bored? How's it today? Today, today, I ate a pancake. So I've spelt Google out in pancakes. I think so. Uh, I haven't had messages on it for a while, have we? I'm just checking our page now. Uh, <laughs> welcome, very nice film. I wish you all the best. Galang in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we should probably be talking over the credits, otherwise people are just listening to this and being like, what are they doing? What's even going on? What's even happening? Why am I even listening to this? Why am I wasting my life listening to this? Um, well, I don't know why you're wasting your life listening to this, except that we're awesomely funny and brilliant in every possible way, and if you don't listen to us, you have a very small penis. Yes, that goes to as well, ladies. Yes. A very small penis. Um, I think it was filming. It's <laughs> a very small penis. It's a very small penis. 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 Um, it is filmmaker Phil. He said, I think you guys forgot to talk about the movie during the commentary. I'm still waiting for that commentary that's going to top the Bloodsport commentary. Well, you keep waiting. And then I said, we haven't done anything that you've liked as much as Bloodsport. And he said, I've liked a few of them, but the Bloodsport commentary was the funniest. You guys never went off topic and stayed with the movie. I guess more Van Damme is what you guys need. Uh, I'm just trying to... When was Bloodsport? That was like our third one or something. I'm not even kidding. Like, Bloodsport was like our third commentary or something. Oh, Jesus, you're right. Ten. Bloodsport was number ten. Fucking hell. Yeah. So he's been listening for 60 episodes, and every episode that... Um, 60 more episodes, and every episode that finishes... Not Bloodsport. What do you think our best commentary is? What? What do I think our best commentary is? Yeah. I really liked the... Uh, what was the one where we went off on the crankies? That made me laugh more than anything <laughs> I've ever heard ever. Um... Uh. But I think each one of them is good. I really don't... I like... I just enjoy... Just doing commentaries with you. Um... I mean, the Punisher one, obviously, that's a musical one. That went down well. That's fucking brilliant. Um, that, was, that was a year. A year ago. Yeah, we've got... Yeah. I quite liked... I mean, I like all the recent ones we've been doing. Oh, this was the one with the, um... <laughs> If you love me, <laughs> you left me jizz on your face. Um, that was uh, um, the split second commentary. It was, wasn't it? So I yeah. like that, and I like um, Action USA as well. I thought that was a good one as well. I, like, I do like, I do like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 30th of November, 2012, The Wild Geese. That was a good one. That was a good one, yeah. And the one before that was The Bad Pack. <laughs> Episode 25. The, the Bad Pack is our worst commentary. I will I'll definitely hold my hand up. Mm. There. God, what 
episode is this then? This is episode 81? Yeah, we're 81, man. We're just uh, 19 away from the big 100. Wow. And we'll manage to do that by this time next year. <laughs> no, we're, tr- we're trucking along, man. We've been, uh, we've been doing, doing it? it for a while now. Yeah. This is uh, 2012 we started. Wow. Wow. Three years it come March. Yeah. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. It's March our third year anniversary. Is that is that Yeah, three years. Oh look at that right there. Then I'll have two podcasts that have been going for three years. Yeah. That's impressive. Like my cock. <laughs> Well, I have to say, I've seen it, and his cock is bloody impressive. Very, very nice head. Bulbous. Bulbous head. (laughs) (laughs) So, sir, that was another great commentary. I enjoyed that very, very much. As we went on a lot at the beginning, uh, let's not do too much at the end. Also, I have to get going because I'm going out tonight. Oh, I see. Uh, I'm going to go have dinner with a friend of mine. Uh, male or, or, or female? Um, female. Ah, <laughs> uh, ladyboy. Ladyboy. <laughs> oh, very nice. Uh, I'm going to go upstairs, uh, put, the, put the DVD on in bed and uh, go to sleep as I'm going out tomorrow night. I'm going to go upstairs right now and put it in something. A little cup of gelatin. Yes, I, I keep a little bottle of it by my bed. Well, just, to, uh, just to put the tip in. <laughs> I like to put it in Vicks. Vicks vapour up. I like to feel alive. Oh, can you imagine how much that would sting? <laughs> Only for a minute. Only for a minute. Powers Booth watches over me as I touch myself. Let me put it in your bum hole. Put it in your bum hole. On your wedding day. In front of everyone. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, We've had one comment. Vashawn Quinones? Quinones. Vashawn Quinones? Quinones? What's this on? Sean Testicles said, Peter Hyams is highly underrated IMO, which I presume means in my opinion. Yes, in your opinion, you are right. I've interviewed and Peter Hyams. You and should go to the After Movie Diner and you should listen yes. to the interview... That I did on The Enemy's Closer episode. Enemy's Closer. Enemy's Closer, dear boy. Yeah, keep your enemies closer and let them touch your bum. <laughs> that way you'll know where they are. When you find your gun, and you can shoot them in the face, but not before you are done. <laughs> Keep your enemies closer. With a finger up your bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mommy. <laughs> uh, 
That's our Christmas single. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Won't be long now. No, two more episodes probably, and it'll be Christmas. What What are we going to do for our Christmas episode this year? Uh, fucking hell. Um, what did we do? We did Die Hard last year, right? We did do Die Hard. Should we do Die Hard two? And we did. Le- did we do Lethal Weapon the year before? Yeah, we did. What else you say at Christmas? <laughs> Most films were. Uh, did Dark Angel? That's that was our first commentary. And that's set at Christmas, isn't it? Um, oh, really? Action films set at Christmas time. I don't know. Is there one like Home Alone or something? Yeah, they got <laughs> action scenes at the end. Action movies set at Christmas. I'm sure. Set, action movies set around Christmas. Christmas action movies. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Um, Die Hard. Obviously done Die Hard. Let's Next one is going to be Lethal Weapon. Yes, Lethal Weapon. We've done that one. We've done, yeah. done Lethal Weapon. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, it was 2005. Batman Returns. Uh, Die right. Hard 2. Is Die Hard 2 at Christmas? Yep. Well, we could do Die Hard 2. Maybe we should do Die Hard 2. Have we done Die Hard 2? Uh, no. Okay. I think I only have it on Region 2, though. Well, I've got Region 2, so that's all right. Oh, the long kiss goodnight set at Christmas. Oh, we could do the long kiss goodnight. Hmm. Let's do that, then. Let's have that, as for Christmas you will be getting the long kiss goodnight. Excellent. I'll look forward to that then, sir. That's a good film, that is. Well, look, thank you ever so much. I've got to dash, um, but uh, I will speak to you soon, so we'll do this again. Excellent. I shall speak to you soon. Have a good evening. Have a lovely time. I had a great time, sir. You too. I did as well. Take as care. As I always do. All right. All right, man. Bye now. See you later. Bye. 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 Sometimes I said, yeah.